0: What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you, but you know what we gotta do first. We gotta do those things to generate a little revenue for the show. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the Patreon. That's right. You can help support this show for as little as $3 a month. Less than the cost of a nitro cold brew or a beer. At Patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. If you want to get this ad free, you want to see the exclusive video versions... All my other random content that's on there, join the Patreon today. It'll help support the show and it'll mean the fucking world to me. We are also brought to you this week by our friends in Milcarb. Does your business or place of employment serve beverages? Milcarb manufactures the equipment that is the engine behind many beverage systems. From nitrogen generators to dispense nitro and cold brew coffee to gas blenders to dispense multiple styles of craft beer. They even offer food-grade air systems to help reduce up to 40% of the CO2 usage in restaurants and bars. With over five decades in the industry, milk Carb products are the most trusted equipment for any beverage system. Check them out today at www.millcarb.com or on Twitter and Instagram at MillerCarbonic. And when you hit them up, let them know that you heard about them on And Now We Drink. We are also brought to you by our merch store at anwd.net slash merch. Cover your shames and our wares. I have shirts, art prints, all sorts of random stuff all on the merch store. So check that out today at anwd.net slash merch. And last, but seriously not least, the easiest way you can help support this show is twofold. One, just let people know about the show. Spread the word. Share social media. Tell your friends the other. Super easy. Go to com slash now we drink and subscribe. Feed the algorithm. Appreciate the hell out of you for it. All right, let's get on with it. My guest this week is Mr. P.O.V. himself, Zach West. Zach and I go all over the place in this one. Probably going to offend a few people with this. Sex, religion, guns, a little bit of politics. And a lot of silly riffing. Couple stories about addiction hitting rock bottom in this one. Always good to catch up with Zach. It was a fun episode. So sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy drinking, buddies. Exactly what the fuck's going on? How much, man? How are you? Good, good. I hear you've had some trials and tribulations to get here this
1: evening. Oh Jesus Christ!
0: Yeah. <laughs> what took longer, driving from LAX or
1: getting to LAX? Um, <laughs> I didn't drive to LAX. Well, yeah, but in getting there. Yeah, getting them. Well, probably the the flight was just a little bit longer than driving to the hotel from the airport. <laughs> that fucked. Fucking seventeen miles, and it was like an, an hour and twenty minutes. It's about right. Yeah, I don't want to do that again. But yeah. I got to, I got to do it again on Monday. <laughs> yeah, when you posted, uh, oh, it's gonna be an
0: hour, and I'm, I was looking at the time, like, no, it ain't. <laughs> no, nope. no, no, it's not. You, you are
1: sadly mistaken, sir. You're in for a nasty, nasty surprise. Of well, what was worse is I got off the plane, and my friend Cat was landing an hour later. So I'm like, oh, I'll just go get the rental car. Now I'm used to every other airport where they have the rental car on site. <laughs> I know. Well, I'll uh, fucking laugh now. I know. Yeah, So I show up and they're like, oh no, you got to take the bus to the offsite rental. I'm like, okay, cool. So I wait 40 minutes for the bus to show up. Then they take me to this little parking lot where there's a van waiting to take me to the car place. At this time, my friend Kat's already landed. She's like, I got my stuff. I'm sitting around waiting. I'm like, I'm waiting in line to get the car. (laughs) And it took me like another good 45 minutes to an hour just to get the car. So we had all sorts of plans today. But then I'd, we didn't get to the hotel until 4.30. We landed at 11.30, 12 o'clock. And Zach's penis is unfortunately dry because of this. Yes. Unfortunately.
0: <laughs> LAX stopped you from getting laid today. It was a total cock block. It really <laughs> was. <laughs> Fucking miserable. I'm sure you are not the first or last person in this world who has been cock by
1: LAX. No, probably not. Burbank was better last time I came here. <laughs> Why didn't you come through Burbank? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Burbank's so easy.
0: I know. Oh, LAX will be fine. It's a major international hub. It'll be good. It'll be perfect. I can just get in and out. It'll be quick. Not so nope. much. <laughs> nope. My favorite LAX experience for me was... Years ago, I was flying out, and someone got shot in a terminal. <laughs> Sorry, I don't be the latter. Could you imagine how bad Alix was when they had to shut down a terminal, and there was an active like there was previously an active shooter like an hour earlier?
1: Oh, I can imagine. No, I can't imagine actually. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. The only reason I made
0: my flight is because I had fucking status with Delta at the time, and oh. I could cut the line to the fucking. You know, priority desk, and it was still like a massive wait for the priority desk. But I got on my fucking flight. <laughs> the regulars, the the plebes, lined down the fucking terminal. Oh <laughs> like God. traffic was backed up for like
1: three miles outside of the airport to get in. Are you shitting me? No. Oh man. So it was basically like the recent Southwest issue. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, but my baggage made it. So <laughs> that fucked up like everybody. The Southwest issue fucked up because uh, one of my friends was flying back in from a feature gig and missed her flight to Burbank Mm -hmm. and had to fly to LAX, but her luggage had made it on the flight to Burbank. Okay. American shares a terminal with Southwest at Burbank. Yeah, that's
1: why I flew was American.
0: Honestly, the scene of the amount of baggage there looked like, you know, after the Nazis had raided the Jews for their stuff before they put them on the carts. Like, the amount of baggage that was laying there. Jesus, Matt. (laughs) You've listened to this show before, haven't you? Yeah, I have. I have. like, (laughs) fuck. Maybe I will drink. Fuck. No. Water for me, sir.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's only four minutes in. He may need a drink by the end of it. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I'll go back to the room, and my roommate, Cal, will be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm fucking drunk. (laughs) I had to do a podcast with Matt. (laughs) Just fucking Holocaust jokes, four minutes in. Fucking That's it. Break out the Manischewitz. I sadly don't keep that stocked. Oh, damn it. <laughs> too too many bad experiences of the youth. Okay, then the Jager might still then, right?
0: <laughs> uh no Jager either. No.
1: You're just no good, man. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, that's okay. High quality bourbon. Oh, well, there you go.
0: Like Because I didn't get a chance to have the liquor store, I'm breaking into the consignment bourbon tonight. <laughs> No, seriously. Like, Buffalo Trace only puts this shit out on consignment. It's really fucking obnoxious to find. Oh, really? This, this is my used to be my favorite budget whiskey. Like, this used to be a $26 bottle. Mm -hmm. Then, fucking people figured out what it is. And Buffalo Trace puts it out on consignment now. And when you can find it, it's $125 a bottle. Oh, my God. Because the problem with WLOL or Special Reserve is it's the same mash and barrels as Pappy Van Winkle. Oh. And it's really just young pappy that didn't make the cut to become pappy i got you and when people are like oh you can get this for 26 people start gobbling it up and then buffalo is like oh i guess we got a good thing here i guess we can uh mark this way the fuck up (laughs) supply and demand
1: son of a bitches right it's like when
0: (laughs) when i could just you know been a liquor snob and like people didn't know like the local walgreens used to stock this at retail price All the time. And like, I thought they would never run out. So I'd only buy like a bottle or two at a time. They had a fucking shelf of it. (laughs) I'd only known. I'd only fucking known.
1: Hindsight, man.
0: It's like, I regret that more than like not buying a winning lottery ticket if I could time travel. (laughs) Should have bought all 47 of those things. Right? Fuck.
1: (sighs) So what has been up with you? How's how's life? How's things? Life has been interesting. I have 100% custody of my son taught him how to shoot camera yet he's 11 (laughs) gotta learn somehow well yeah well i i I didn't i didn't necessarily mean but i i definitely (laughs) didn't mean like (laughs) pornographically that's a crime that that is a crime i technically what i'm doing anyways is a crime where i live yeah
0: technically i mean
1: no it definitely is it 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 is gotta love conservative ohio what's not even conservative ohio it's conservative america
0: oh yeah legally you cannot shoot pornography outside of california or
1: New Hampshire? Funny, I grew up in New Hampshire. I should just go home, <laughs> <laughs> Mom, Dad. I'm moving back in. No, 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 no. That's a, that's that's another life story that <laughs> that I shall not discuss. <laughs> uh, well, I, we're finding things are off limits real early. <laughs> well, no, it's not really off limits. Eh, long story short, my dad had two strokes, lives in a nursing home now, so he's in Ohio for a permanent basis. You're a monster. Why you moved the man to Ohio Can for his he- twilight years?
0: You're a monster. Oh, no, it was. <laughs> You're a
1: monster, Zach. <laughs> I heard you were, but we won't discuss that. Oh no! Buy the merch. Yeah, buy the merch. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, actually, uh, when I went for get custody of my son, I uh, went and uh, stayed home for a little bit because a lot of money, a lot of money to do that shit. And in that meantime, my dad had two strokes, so. They live in They live in Ohio, so now I'm doing all this while taking care of my mom, taking care of my son, and doing everything I can. So more importantly, you should teach him how to change diapers instead of shoot camera. No, dude, I no. Oh, for my <laughs> you jackass. <laughs> no. For you eventually. For me eventually, yeah. Hopefully, you better not put me in a home. Right. He probably will I'll take his Xbox away.
0: <laughs> yeah yep yeah. you better keep him happy that's the problem with having kids you either got to keep happy or they'll put you in a crooked home oh and he's the only one too so and i got a vasectomy
1: so i ain't having another one <laughs> i mean they could go and tap your balls if they really need to oh it's not a horrible visual <laughs> Just tapping tink, that tink, tink, tink. no <laughs> chiseling away for sperm right <laughs> Let me open that up. Drink. Oh,
0: yeah. The way when I got my vasectomy done, the way the doctor described if they had to go in to get sperm didn't sound pleasant. No, I, I wouldn't think so.
1: I'm cool. I, I, I don't want any. So, well, oh, I, I got the one. He was planned. I do not want another. <laughs> he has plenty enough for me. Hey, good on
0: you. I mean, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, you, know, you took custody. Mm. Like, plenty of
1: fathers don't do that shit. Oh yeah, that was an expensive one. Worth every money
0: got to make sure he you know,
1: gets into a good school and, you know, a oh, little just got straight A's Ice. and he's in wrestling and playing sex fifth grade in fifth grade. I had 82 days of detention. <laughs> yeah. Like I was getting sent home in fifth grade. Yeah. Right. I was already in school suspension. I'm like, buddy, you got me beat already. Well, so. Hopefully he just doesn't find God or something. So he resents you later in life or shit. Oh shits. no, 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 no. I have a religious family, so they already tried to convert him and he got really pissed off about it.
0: Good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Cause that would be horrible. Like I rescued you and you found God. Damn it. Damn it. You no, know, he's a, uh, I'm a member of a uh, TST satanic temple. Mm. And uh, he asked me, he's like, can I be a member? I'm like, when you get older, absolutely. So yeah, he's, he's, very interested in because uh, the uh, satanic temple actually doesn't believe in satan i know they're just like fucking with the religious folk yeah but and their tenants are it's all about it's it's actually so basic it's just all about you know you controlling your own body and what you do is your own choice oh my god Uh, i'm right right (laughs) so following rules written by people that didn't shit
0: indoors right like that that's the part that always mind like anytime it's like i'm really religious like You know you can't mix cloth if you're really following the
1: Bible, right? Right. You have a tattoo? Oh no, no. The hell with you! Exactly, straight to hell. (laughs) Oh man, I don't know if you need if you need a book to tell you how to be a good human. eh, You got a problem? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Well, it's not even you need a book to tell you how to be a good human that you're afraid of consequences from Sky Daddy for it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh God. When I die, Sky Daddy's gonna punish me for all the bad things I did on Earth.
1: I hate to break it to you, you're probably just gonna be non-existent, right? You're just gonna take a nap, and that—that's pretty much it. Because <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ, we're getting up in age. Like, Jesus. I, I i wake up in pain every day. Like, if this is eternity, that—that that doesn't sound like a good time. No, not at all. Like, imagine if like. You know there was eternal life, and your body just you know, your metaphysical body continued to deteriorate, and just like you just continue to accrue little aches
1: and pains for eternity. Oh my god, no, I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought that I'd sound like my granddad. Now I roll out of bed, I'm like, oh my
0: back, <laughs> like, I'm not even that old. I don't think either one of us are really that old, but it's like I really understand youth was wasted on the young, that mentality now.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, I turned 47 last year. I don't, I don't feel it except in, <laughs> in the mornings. <laughs> I turn 42 next month. It's like, I'm not far behind you. And yeah.
0: It's just like, oh, my back. like My knee. My knees. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I was in Tokyo, my audience has heard the story, but I was just like, I walk 10 miles in two days because, you know, public transit walk everywhere. And my legs are like, bro, bro, what are you doing? we haven't moved this much in decades. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like at least the last three years. Right. Just like, yeah, I understand. Like, fuck, I'm too fat for Japan. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to be here. <laughs> like, I understand why they have a much longer expanded lifestyle. <laughs> right. Well, they eat better too. Oh yeah. I mean, that, that's not hard to do. I know. There are third world countries eating better than us. I know. It's all that damn processed foods. It's all about turning that buck. Yep. A little bit of floor mat in our Subway sandwiches and
1: love it. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> it's just, oh. But now nah, things have been good. So finally got my after so long, got my website up finally. Oh, yeah. So that's going fairly decent. And that's why I'm out here for X3. So. I thought you're just out here to like bang a lot of people. Well, I mean, that goes along with the territory. This is true. It's, that's part of my job. <laughs> I know. I, it's, a, it's a rough job. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody has to. I mean, if if some of these people aren't willing to do it, I guess I'll take one for the team. Right? Or, or five. I don't know. At once. If I'm lucky, that would be nice. Sounds exhausting. It's super exhausting. I overextended myself in Exotica, New Jersey, and I shot six scenes in three days. Just shooting dust at the end? Oh, uh, my penis was not happy with me. <laughs> He's like, again? <laughs> Daylight? <laughs> put me the fuck away, buddy. I'm trying to, buddy. I'm trying to put you away. <laughs> right? Just, just one more time. One more time. We got Bill's Bay. Right. <laughs> uh, Ohio's cheap, but it ain't that cheap. Oh, Ohio's cheap as fuck. Yeah, I got a two-bedroom two, uh, two bedroom house, full basement, an acre of land. It's 800 bucks a month.
0: That's Ohio. I, I know. That's the problem. <laughs> I, I, I have friends in Cincinnati who are like, You could live like a king here for what you pay in LA. uh, I'm like, yeah, and I'd be in Cincinnati, Ohio. Right. Are you going to, you know, bury me? Because I'm not going to be long for this world in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm going to drink myself to death.
1: Thank God I don't drink anymore. Otherwise, I (laughs) would. There really is absolutely nothing to do there. That's why I travel (laughs) so often. Poor kid. (laughs) I like to tell him, I'm like, buddy, I'm leaving again this month, next month. I, I try to try to travel like once a month, so I'm not away from him for too long. So, but yeah, and there's that weekend away though, I'm I'm working, working hard. You're not bringing models to Ohio? No. Um, sometimes, whenever uh, people will feature in Pittsburgh, you know, I'll talk to them and see if they're up, you know, up for shooting something. It's like, hey, you're at Blush. Come on down. Yep. Well, cheerleaders is the big place where people go. Bl- I don't think Blush is there anymore. Oh, okay. I know cheerleaders and blush were like the two clubs. Yeah, now it's Rick's. Rick's Cabaret is there. They have Sapphire, I think. I'm sure there's a Sapphire. Yeah, Sapphire and uh, cheerleaders. And uh, actually, um, I'm going to see Lee Raven on, uh, next week. Next weekend. She's going to be in Pittsburgh. Oh, nice. Yep. I haven't seen Lee in a hot minute. Yep. I'll go hang out with her. It's a pajama party. She's like, wear your pajamas. I'm like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad to hear she's doing okay. Yeah, she's doing well. I know you temporarily moved to Vegas for a little while there. Oh, that was a horror show. What happened? Oh, man. I got to, what didn't happen? Um, I moved out there. I mean, it was okay. And then I got my son into a, you know, a really good school out there. And it was out of our zone, so I like had to do the whole application thing and stuff. But And then I find out that Clark County is the second worst school district in the nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I didn't know that, so I got him in the be- one of the best schools, but still, one of the best is still the worst. So he was bullied relentlessly, consistently, all the time, and uh, because he could form full sentences. <laughs> no, he was perfectly fine. He just wanted to be friends, and people are assholes
0: in Vegas. No, yes, the I know. Children I, I of, never... the children of people that you know. Have... Cho- i mean i chose to live in vegas but i don't have children
1: <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty bad so uh one i mean when, when the little shit's crying in the morning and at night you know just because of going to school uh i just had enough so one time it was so bad three days later i packed up our shit and left oh. So i was there for about four months so it's just i wasn't gonna put him there you know have him stay there it was yeah. just horrible yeah, that's why, unfortunately, the successful people in Vegas
0: put their kids in private school. Yeah, well, I don't make private school money. Bang <laughs> more. Right? Like, you got to do eight scenes. Yeah, I know. I mean, as fucked up as it is, dude, you know, for the boy. For the boy.
1: <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Salute. <laughs> oh, man. Got some funny shit. Said. You yeah, you could have put him in a private school. You see, I do say that everything I do, I do for my kid, but I don't put it that way. <laughs> that phrasing.
0: Oh, that was that was good. That was funny. Well, I'm a horrible human being. I mean, what can uh, I say?
1: Absolutely. That's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. I would cheers you, but it's bad luck to cheers people with water. Well, hey, you know, seven years now, so. And what brought that on, by the way? I don't think I ever heard that story. Yeah, that's an interesting one, actually. Um, No names, of course. Of course. Uh, I was temporarily in uh, Vegas, and this was like 2016. And I stayed, I was, I quote, through a serious depression pad because my ex was keeping my kid away from me. So it uh, turned into, I, I I never really drank every day. I used it as a crunch, you know, trying to escape the situation I'm in. And I stayed with somebody for a little bit and they were absolutely batshit crazy, like whew, batshit crazy. Yes, I was drinking. So there's I've no excuse, you know, I take full responsibility for some of the things that happened, but some of the other shit that was said never happened. And it just kind of like made me spiral even worse into drinking so it turned into drinking one bottle turned into four bottles turned into being drunk for like two weeks straight and then flying home and then having to stop at Scottsdale, Arizona and not not them not allowing me on the next flight and putting me in the hospital because I almost died of alcohol poisoning on the flight? Yeah, I couldn't stand and walk getting off the plane <sighs> wow, yeah it was pretty bad so it was from that point forward I was like I'm done. It was literally just like decision made right then.
0: I mean, you obviously made the right choice. Oh yeah. Yeah. As much as I'm a proponent of drinking, you made the right choice. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's more for me.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Alcoholism's funny until it's not. Right. <laughs> it's all a good time until somebody dies.
0: <laughs> yeah, so depending on who dies, it's right. still be a good time. and <laughs> we get
1: an Irish wake out of it? it still be
0: funny. <laughs> yeah depending on how they go and then you know you have to sell sorry drink because at their funeral say some nice things about them or some horrible things about them i really like i really would love to see my own funeral just to see how that would turn out but i don't think it would be sincere unless i was actually
1: dead yeah hold on i'm getting seven messages from the person i'm with oh no yeah let me check that real real quick oh boy yeah since you want already that was quick yeah i know right oh no we're, we're good sorry i was supposed to shoot with her so i gotta solidify me shooting later i gotta... know she looked good so she at least said any nudes no 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 she's at the chatterbait dinner what nudie's not gonna happen at the chatterbait dinner and then not in the middle of the place why not i don't know prudes ah oh, fucking i know well, at least it's not as bad as the 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 AVN dress code. <laughs> the family friendly AVN this year. Oh yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So for the audience that is unaware, we were at a new venue for AVN this year,
1: and the new venue had a a pretty strict dress code. Oh, that's that's what I heard. I never made it, but I did read the dress code and the code of conduct. I mean, the code of conduct was pretty standard to what it had been in previous years. Yeah, I, but like. I I guess it was completely different than what, like, Exotica is.
0: Well, the thing about it is the parts of the Code of Conduct, like, no touching and all that shit, it's been there for years. It's just one of those things where, like, no one enforced it. Yeah. So they weren't really enforcing it this year, either. I don't know. No one pays to grab my ass. Damn it. do it for free. (laughs) They do it for free. Uh, But, yeah, like, I'm pretty sure on paper Exotica has the same Code of Conduct for about touching and shit like that, but it's... It's one of those things where, like, we all know why people are paying to fucking be here. Yeah. Exactly. As long as, you know, the performers are consenting to it, it's fine. It's when the dudes, you know, grab a handful and it's not cool. Then they get thrown out for life. Good. <laughs> they should. Right? And that was one of the problems that, like, I heard about ABN. It's like, after the award show, performers were walking back through the public spaces and some people got groped and nothing was fucking done about it.
1: Um, a friend of mine got punched in, in the face. Um they... Female, male? Non-binary. Non-binary? Yeah. They, uh, were, uh, I guess this guy was harassing somebody or something, and they walked up and tapped him on the shoulder. They got turned around and punched him square in the face.
0: What the fuck?
1: Yeah. And, uh, another, another person tackled him and stuff. And, um, well, basically the cops were very, uh, aggressive with them. And she had, they sorry had bruises all over their wrists and stuff from the cops and they they detained them and all this other crap and then they get, gave him a citation for battery
2: what it
1: yeah, didn't didn't arrest them but gave him a citation this guy got away with it they said said that uh, that the paperwork said that they willingly punched the guy in the back of the head but yet they wouldn't let anybody see the video
0: that's fucked yeah like that, that is going to be like good lawyers involved to have discovery done and all that shit. Yeah. But that's a lot of fucking money.
1: Yeah. But it's worth it though. I mean, because you can't have having a battery charge on you. I mean, if they don't go, they could spend six months in jail. Yeah. And you think, talk how many
0: schools are bad. Think of the jail.
1: <laughs> oh, right. It's probably actually better than the schools. <laughs> actually, yeah. <laughs> Definitely better food. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. But yeah, I mean, that, that, that was one of the situations I heard, so, yeah. And I, I I heard about all the, some well, some of the groping and some of the other stuff, so. Yeah. Never would have happened at the Hard Rock. No. Or very minimal. Security would have been on that.
0: It's a bad scene, and the problem is, the problem is, in general,
1: hmm.
0: is most security, unless you're dealing with, like, executive protect level people, are making really shit wages for The amount of responsibility that they're given. Right. And you generally get three kinds of people that are doing security. You got people that like are on a power trip and want to be cops. Mm -hmm. You get people that are like, have some pride in their work and, you know, try to do their and then you got people that are just showing up for the paycheck. Right. And like, this is the best job they can get. Like, as someone who used to do security for a living Mm -hmm. and had to manage some of these knuckleheads. Some of the critical thinking skills are, uh, lacking quite a bit. <laughs> it's mind boggling, but it also allows me to easily smuggle booze into venue. So <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> AVN this year, you know, I didn't buy a bottle before I got there and i go into the media room. like, can I bring alcohol in here? And they're like, no, I'm like, no, seriously, can I bring alcohol in here? And they're like, if you can get it in, I'm like, okay, so I can bring alcohol in here. <laughs> right. And I went outside, bought a bottle. And, you know, they're checking bags even for if you're on a media badge and shit like that. Bring it in, I just open my camera bag and, like, start, like, trudging through the gears and just, like, go. I'm like, that's what I, exactly how I thought that was going to go. Right. Thank you much. <laughs> Thank you much. Push that to the side and yep. there you go. There we go. <laughs> and they're just like, God damn it. I'm like, I've done this every year I've been in this media room. Like, I don't know why you guys are surprised by this. I think they just had to fake that they were surprised by it. Oh,
1: of course. Of course. Like, Matt, stop it, Matt. No, you can't bring it in.
0: Well, it was it was pretty funny because the you know, the PR media people were, Federosi walked in and they're like, ask Federosi, he's the lawyer for this thing. And Federosi's like, out there, you can't. In here, this is your room. Like, you guys decided. They're like, what the fuck, Michael?
1: <laughs> Damn it. Put us in that position. Right. <laughs> Matt's going to do it anyways. Right, <laughs> just, 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 go. <laughs> I got them a bottle too. Oh well, bribery—it works all the time.
0: Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, otherwise, I'm gonna have to share what I bought for myself. Oh, no, you can't do that. I mean, I could. I'm, but it, I mean, I mean, you
1: could. You could be the nice guy, but you're a monster. Well, it, it's really just you. know,
0: I, That's for me and the guests. Like, got them their own stuff.
1: <laughs> so, are you excited about X three? I am actually, yeah. It should be fun. Nice little quick expo. It's short. It's not four days long. Nice two days. Do the awards. The awards are on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. It's very bizarre, right? But whatever. Probably just do the red carpet and then get out of there. Go do a scene. Yeah, actually, that is probably that is the plan. <laughs> it's
0: like we're we're dressed all nice. We might as well take this off,
1: right? Oh, I can't
0: stand to be in this any longer. Neither can you. <laughs> Just you know, brought, bought yourself a tearaway suit. Ah, <sighs>
1: nothing <I>, uh, velcro. <laughs> well, wow, that'd be an amazing scene. Right? It's like the what the the Czech mafia wearing <laughs> those jumpsuits.
0: <laughs> I actually bought myself a pair of tearaway track pants for X Biz one year. Oh great. <laughs> well, it was just like, oh, it was the year I was nominated. It was just like, is there a dress code for Xmas? Because I, I bought a a hoodie that was printed in like meat. It was like <laughs> a meat print, like a raw meat print, right? And tear away red track pants. That's great. And then they told me I couldn't wear that. Why? So I put on a suit. Oh, so I wore that on like on the AVN floor. Like a week later,
1: <laughs> that's, that's horrible. You can't. They can't tell you what to wear or you can't wear, unless it was like a thong or something.
0: I mean, under it, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was. I don't think I was officially told. I think it was strongly suggested
1: that I. Mm, those are worse. I'd rather just be told. Right. The strong suggestions remind me of like growing up. <laughs> you know, it would be a really good idea if you didn't do that. <laughs> Get a lot of those as a kid. Yeah. It's like okay. Guess I'm not gonna do that then. Aw, <laughs> aw. So what else you been doing with yourself besides working? Working, honestly. Um, I just like I said, I travel like once a month. Um, I I that's all for work. I know, but I don't do anything else. I live in Ohio. (laughs) Go duck hunting or something, right? It's Ohio. Uh, um, I go to the range with a friend of mine occasionally. Go shooting a bit. What do you got? Got a minute? (laughs) I got a yes, yes. We do (laughs) actually. We do actually. Um, I got a Sig P320, nice. Uh, I got the M18. I have a IWI Masada, which is nice, and I have the um Sig M400.
0: What uh What is the M400? It is uh,
1: their version of like the um, AR15. Oh, okay, so it's in five five six. Yeah. Those are fun, and I got a tactical shotgun too. Nice. That so was pretty nice. I like auto shotguns; they're fun. Yeah, It's got one hell of a kick. I was surprised the first time I used that thing. That was a five-round mag. It's like popped off three, and I was like, "Ho!" Oh. Yeah, you gotta lock it. I didn't shut. Didn't settle that one in right. Yeah, first. you gotta lock it in with the shoulder real good. Is it slap, slap? Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. It's good. I haven't
0: gone shooting in a while. I I mean I own a fair amount of guns. I have a Glock model twenty-two, uh, Sig 229, a Sig two two nine, a M P forty C, a Beretta ninety six, a Smith and Wesson six ninety six Performance Center model. Mm-hmm. It's a seven shot revolver. It's so real nice uh, with like a two and a half inch barrel. Oh damn! Yeah. I love the bar- the barrel squared. It looks like something out of like it's like this doesn't look. Like it doesn't. I'll, I'll show it to you when we get off here. Yeah, and then I I have a Mossberg five hundred. Oh nice, like that's for home defense. It it's is actually. That. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. I mean, one of the first things I was ever told is like, if someone's invading your home and they hear a shotgun rack, they tend to leave. Yes. It's that that sound will stop somebody dead in their tracks. Thank you, Hollywood, for convincing everyone that a is going to murder everyone in the room. Right. Well, I mean, technically, it could. <laughs> I mean, it could, but in the grand scheme of things... I mean, it has a seven-round, tube, but it's still, like, I have eight shots. Yeah. In California, my Glock has ten.
1: That's unfortunate.
0: California... Like, I had to sell my AR before I moved to California, too. Because, like, you can have an AR in California, but you have to modify it to California
1: legal, and it's fucking obnoxious. Oh. In Ohio, you can have 21 rounds mag for a nine millimeter i mean that's the they have a limit i don't think so yeah just i mean you could just go into like the sporting goods store and go buy a 20 round round mag for your sig oh i mean i i,
0: I had had a 22 round mag for my 40 caliber glock hmm. i mean it sucked way the fuck out of it but yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> i you know when they I see the videos of them when they change it to fully automatic, and they have that mag that's like this long. It's just its ridiculous, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's...
0: it's just... Like they have the stock on the Glock, and they're just... Oh! It's like, in what real-world situation would you want to use that? I mean, it's fun. Yeah, that that's all it is. It's just for fun and to show off. That's all. Yeah, like uh a buddy of mine who was a firearms dealer back in the day, like had an actual Israeli Uzi he was selling and he took it out to a range with us. And that thing was a blast to shoot, but it's just like this thing's unpractical. Like impractical, unpractical. Oh, yeah. I've been drinking. That's okay. Impractical to use in real life situations because it's just like, oh god, this thing is just walking up. And, oh I know. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just and it's just <laughs> empty. And it's just fucking like the 60 round bag is just empty. Yeah, and he had because he's a level three federal farmer, had a silencer on. It So it's just, <laughs> just like, "Holy shit! I don't even know when it's done
1: until yeah, it stops." <laughs>
0: well, and it's an open bolt. The original ones are open bolt design, mm-hmm. so it's the opposite of everything. Like you have to open the bolt to get ready to fire. Oh god! So it's not like it, you know, a normal American firearm where it locks back when it's done. It's like, uh, is this thing done? Is it? Is it I, I'm not. I'm gonna, but if I'm locking it back to show you, it's a uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it! For people that have never used a firearm, part of the way to properly handle a firearm to hand it to someone else is you lock the bolts open and drop the magazine to make sure it is empty. But if it's like this thing fires with the bolts open, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> just... <laughs> I I to just
1: drop the bag and be like. I'm going to put it on the table. And right. You pick it up at your, whatever you have. I'm going to step away. Yep. You, you grab it and I'll see you in the other room. <laughs> yeah. At one point where like I had some extra money, he's like, I'm like, I, I may want to buy that off you. He's like,
0: six grand. I'm like, never mind. Nope. Keep it. Yep. I'll buy a car. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many other things I could spend six grand on besides an Uzi I could take to the, some ranges. Some.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Most ranges would be like, no, yep. no. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> no, it just shoots nine millimeter, but no, <laughs> no. Yeah, I decided years ago that like, all all my handguns are 40 cal's just so I don't have to buy multiple ammo types. Yeah. And then the 686 happened and, yeah, you because know, a buddy of mine, I was shooting with a buddy of mine and he had a real nice 44 revolver and I'm like, I want a wheel gun. I want one wheel gun. <laughs> I want one. Yeah. One nice, nice, nice fucking wheel gun, and that fucking revolver is the most expensive gun I own. Mm-hmm. I think it was like fucking twelve hundred new. Holy crap! Yeah, oh well, because the performance center models come with trigger work and yeah, got a really light pull and seven shots. That's 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 pretty nice for a revolver. Yeah, <laughs> it's unusual. Oh yeah, well, especially if like if I was making a real life use out of it and like heaven forbid someone's like, oh, you fired six. It's a uh, nope, one more. <laughs>
1: one more. Hold on, one second.
0: Here, have some 357.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I sold my 45. At a 45, ba- uh, did I sell it? <laughs> you probably should know if you've sold the firearm or not. No, I didn't sell that one. I sold. I sold. Sorry, I, I sold another one of mine. I kept the 45. It's a IWI Baby Eagle, so it's like the small Desert Eagle. It's really nice, but it was 45, man one hell of a kick on that thing. You ever shot the 50? I want to. Oh, I haven't. Oh, I have. It's it's crazy. I've seen videos of people knock themselves out practically with it. But those are the idiots that don't know how to hold it. Yeah, uh, but even if you know how to hold it, it's like thunder when it fires.
0: It's just like,
2: boom!
0: <laughs> and the first time I fired one, I rented one on range. And like, you know, the normal range activity, normal range, activity, boom! the whole range stops like the fuck was that? What in the fuck? Yeah. same when I uh shot the the Smith 500 uh 50 cal revolver, apparently in the first models of those, mm-hmm. you could not load load it properly because if you loaded all six cylinders, there is enough concussive force from the round that it could cause it to fire twice. The oh. knock the hammer back and it would fire a second time. Yeah. And I accidentally did that on the radio. Boom, boom! I'm like, whoa! Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It's bad enough when, like, at least with the Desert Eagle, like, the gas and recoil cycling the action. Yeah. In a fucking revolver, it's all in your hand. It's all
1: just in your fucking hand. Right. Just, oh, fuck, this thing sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your whole hand just catches everything. In yeah. yeah.
0: It's like, oh. You, you Do a handful of rounds, and it's just like, this thing sucks. <laughs> this is exp- and like this is mid two thousands where I'm shooting this thing, so I was like, ammo still wasn't cheap. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm spending like a couple dollars a round on this thing, and this sucks. Oh, I
1: remember when the ammo went up so fucking high.
0: Thanks, Obama. <laughs> no, that that actually legitimately was Obama. Yeah, you know about that, right?
1: No, actually, I didn't. But... So,
0: a lot of Firearms manufacturers get recycled brass from the military. Mm -hmm. So instead of overtly doing any gun bans or anything like that, Obama just ordered the military not to sell brass back to the manufacturers. Oh. That's what drove a lot of the ammo prices up.
1: Oh. I did not know that. I thought it was just the whole supply issue. Yeah, it is the whole supply issue. It would be, yeah. (laughs) That's what caused the supply issue. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh... because when was it? 2000? Or not 2000. Fuck. not that long ago 2020 whenever you couldn't buy ammo at well, all
0: that that's more recent stuff but like when it really it spiked it spiked like 2010 pretty bad really yeah i don't remember that yeah because i used to be able to get a box of 40 cal for like 12 dollars, and then it's like 25 yeah. like this is not a fun hobby anymore you can
1: blow through 40 50 rounds in like minutes yeah i was it, when i was buying my uh 556 it was like uh $37 for I i mean, not that many. I don't exactly remember how many was in the box, but it was just a small, small box. It's ridiculous. And that's if you could find it. Yeah.
0: no, I think 2020 spikes were just due to, you know, well, no one's manufacturing it because no one's at work making it. <laughs> that's true. Like making, making bullets is not an essential job, even though it should be in America, right? Should be. Essential worker,
1: making bullets. Making bullets. <laughs> there was a lot of sarcasm in that. Not really. A little. A little. A
0: little. little, little. <laughs> I mean, if we're not making entertainment and not making war, what does America make? Problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's certainly with the war. Yeah,
1: that, that does go hand in hand, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, We didn't have the ability to like, hey, we can make problems for you.
1: Right. Oh. Politics. Never discuss politics.
0: See, that's the problem. That is the problem. I know. People were told our generation was told, oh, you can't discuss politics or religion or sex for so long. And then like when we really, really needed to, we don't know how to have civil discussions about it because we were told so long that we couldn't talk about it. Yeah, now everybody has their their opinion that can't be swayed. Well, because it's religion now, <laughs> and you can't. True, you can't argue religion facts versus religion. Oh, ain't that the truth? And that's just what it is. Like the blind tribalism for whatever fucking side you're on is just become their religion. And I can't tell you that there wasn't a burning bush. I can't. Yeah. No matter, i would be like that. Bush isn't on fire. It's not talking to you. Stop that. Right, but it is. Prove I'm wrong. I'm like that's not how science works. Right. You have to prove that it is a thing, not that I have to disprove your thing. Right.
1: I don't know. There's always one thing about the Bible that always fucking uh, cons- like confused me. You know, there's Adam and Eve being the first, then they had the kids, Cain and Abel. But who, where the hell did they have kids? Well, I know that they had what the Canites, right? Is that what they called them after? I believe so. But where the hell did they come from? Well, I mean, obviously Eve was the first stepmom. It's biblical porn. See that that just proves the fact that I don't know shit. And I... <laughs> I mean, I'm completely making that up. <laughs> well, then that's probably why I don't know shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't fucking know. I mean, don't fucking
0: lie to me, Matt. <laughs> comedic exaggeration, not a lie. Okay, there. You I, go. I freely admit I don't know. What the fuck I am I'm totally going to use that next time I'm in an argument. <laughs> It was the first milf porn. Come on. Right. The Jordan on a cave wall. Oh, probably.
1: <laughs> that you've had more ribs to go around. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. I was having a conversation with Kat today. You know they say that, uh, like, um, Moses, not Moses, yeah, Moses, there were whoever. People in the Bible are, like, 300, 400, 500 years old. Did you know that they actually, they went by the lunar calendar instead of, a fight in like, a year? So, yeah, it was like their their year was a month. Yeah. So, you know, however many months Moses was, I don't fucking know how old he was, how many years he was, but they would, they went by, uh, the birthday would be like the moon cycle. Well, yeah. Rand, ran, random information I mean, you'll never use. But. Moses like died
0: at like 25, even though they like show him, I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. All I know is the man had no sense of direction. <laughs> I've Google mapped. How long of a walk it is from Egypt to Israel? Not 40 years. It's like a week and a half. It's like a fucking week and a half. Right?
1: Like, just got fucking lost.
0: That is a bad sense of direction, man. Right? It's like, just follow the red fucking sea. <laughs> like, if you just stuck to the coast, you would have been fine. <laughs> that, that's like rule number one. <laughs> Stick to the fucking coastline. Would have been in there, wouldn't need needed to be any, you know, golden calves, sacrifices, fucking right? Because, like, as a kid, as you know, growing up as a Jewish child, like, the story of Exodus and all that shit's like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It took 40 years to walk from Egypt to Israel. And then as an adult, when you could literally Google map the walk, right? Like, motherfucker, they've been lying. <laughs> I mean, they may not have be been lying, they just had really <laughs> bad, bad sense of directions. Like, I mean, it took 40 years, but. <laughs> Like uh, we well, we we walked to Jordan, we walked back. Uh, ended up in Lebanon, came south. Right.
1: Well, then we 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 circled back just to just to make sure we were going the right way. Right. Well, and the, the thing about it is, like historically, the rest of those lands weren't unoccupied at the time either. So maybe they were given the wrong directions. You <laughs> can't get there from here. You know, <laughs> the Jordanians are like, no, 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 that
0: way. <laughs> They're just the other. You know, Arab countries were just you know, the the Arabs were just directing the Israelites out so like oh, uh, that way. We don't want we don't want you guys here either. <laughs> right? That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, and this is the words that people will live their lives by. do oh, You really oh. want to live your life based on the rules set down by a guy who couldn't make it a week and a half walk in forty years?
1: Is that the guy to trust? Hey, he's got tenacity, dude. He's determined. Well, he was having hallucinations that told him to go on. That's what happens when you're in a
0: desert and you're drinking wine (laughs) only. (laughs) Maybe some mushrooms. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, there's definitely some theories about, like, some of the biblical moments being brought on by hallucinations.
1: That makes a lot of sense, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
0: when was the last time someone had a miracle in modern era? Like, huh? Why have there not been any miracles in 2,000 fucking years? That is true. Never thought of it that way. (laughs) Shit dried up. (laughs) God's like a genie. You only get so many. Right. Yeah, they used quite a bit back then, didn't they? Yeah, they just used them all. (laughs) Like, Jesus didn't die for three days. He was just really hungover.
1: (laughs) He crawled his ass back in the cave and said, fuck, those!" It's like, oh, fuck. Oh, it's nice and dark and cool in here. Right. This rock, I love it.
0: (laughs) So good. Like the toilet seat. (laughs) Oh, come on. As someone who used to drink, you definitely have had to hug a cold toilet before. Oh, yes. And the cold tile floor is just amazing. Oh, it's the best. It really is. (laughs) Absolutely the best at times. So as someone who doesn't drink, do you ever fuck around with hallucinogens? No, actually, I'm 100% sober of everything. Oh, you're not California sober.
1: Right. Yeah, because Californians will be like, I'm sober and then still do mushrooms and smoke weed. Oh, no. No, no, no. I don't do anything. Actually, I, I, I my my prescription for anxiety. I'm just a big bundle of me- I'm, big <laughs> well, I'm a big mess. Well, on a serious note,
0: have you ever thought about like microdosing psilocybin because it's supposed to help with shit like that? No, actually, I haven't. I may consider it. I am in LA. Because well, it's one of those things like uh, John Hopkins is doing clinical trials with psilocybin to treat PTSD and shit like mm. that. Like,
1: they really are doing like good things with it. Yeah, I I've, I've, I haven't really like read and kept up on it, but I have a few friends of mine who do. They swear by it. Oh,
0: uh, I mean, my audience is painfully aware of this, but like, I definitely tripped more in the pandemic, like sitting at home, than I had in the last ten years, and I think it definitely did me some good. Like, there was a couple of ones where like it kind of hit a reset switch for me. It's just like, oh, I'm cut kind of down on my slitter, got real fucking trippy, and like, oh. Ah. Things aren't
1: so bad. <laughs> Things aren't so bad now.
0: Yeah. And it's just like brought on some inspiration for some like creative endeavors, shit like that. And like It's supposed to help rewire neural pathways and shit like that The damage. Hell, there are some studies that, I mean, they're inconclusive, I believe, at this point. Once again, not a scientist. Not a scientist. That psilocybin is supposed to help with alcoholism as well. Like it's supposed to help rewire the brain to mm-hmm. not have that chemical dependency if you're like chemically... Dependent on alcohol
1: oh that would actually that actually be really nice that'd be good for a lot of people
0: oh yeah and it's just one of those things we're like
1: why is psilocybin illegal
0: because the government now can't because it actually works and
1: it's just one of those things we're like we live in a kind of a nanny state and yeah well the whole medical community we're not we're not based on curing anything we're based on treating the symptoms of things yeah that's why i'm sure that I know people will probably get pissed off and be saying this, but that's probably why we haven't cured cancer or anything of any significance in what the past 60 years. I mean,
0: polio we, was probably the last one.
1: Yeah. And, and that it, guy gave it away. And they're like, no. I, I know, right? What the fuck are you doing? Dude, no. But yeah, I mean, we really haven't cured anything. Yeah. We, so, but, but we could treat the symptoms. Oh, yeah, no. Symptoms in those treatments will kill you. I mean, we can
0: treat AIDS to the point where it's undetectable. Yeah. But we can't cure you of it. Right. Man, you get off the sauce, you're back to killing people with your dick. (laughs) Right? Keep taking that cocktail forever. With its negotiated rates with your insurance company.
1: Fuck, dude. I hate that shit. The medical. It's horrible. I mean, I see what they charge for... uh like uh, the nursing home and stuff and what they actually, I mean, what the insurance actually pays compared to what they try to charge. Well, and it's just
0: an ongoing arms race between the two. Like, oh, we're the insurance company so we get to negotiate a better rate. Well, we have to, you know, bump our rates so we can actually earn what we need to earn to do this. Yeah. And Henry, you don't have insurance because we can't just give you the the insurance company's price because they negotiated for that rate. (laughs) <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. Like, uh, when I put my dad in a home, it, like it it was something like $20,000 a month without insurance. Yeah. It almost was a giant fucking mess because he had to go into a home so rapidly. Like, he, for whatever reason, never had uh, Medicaid. So he went in there with no insurance and, like, the home was nice enough to take him in on the promise of we were going to get him on Medicaid. And then he fucking died before we got him approved. Oh, and initially they tried to come after
1: us to the fucking bill. Damn. I was like, oh, no, no, I didn't sign shit. Yeah. But <laughs> well, see. That's what initially happened to my dad, too, because he was perfectly well. He wasn't healthy, obviously, because he had managed to have two strokes. But I mean, he had basic insurance, but we had to make sure that he was be able to be put on Medicaid, like within a couple of weeks. <laughs> and they don't want to do that shit that fast. No, but we we had an elder law attorney that did it all. So we had somebody who was pushing for it and we got it done real quick, but we had to oh, fucking sell a whole bunch of shit and turn, put things, uh, you know, IRAs and, uh, annuities and all, just all this shit. You never even think you're going to have to deal with just so you could keep the money below a certain level so that they could actually get the insurance to survive. Yeah. And if you want to call it surviving, actually in yeah. a lot of these places.
0: Oh, I know. I know it was, it was fucked. Like I got my dad into what I thought was a good home. And then he was dead like four months later. And like when, because uh, he had Alzheimer's and he apparently asphyxiated on his food because, oh. you know, his brain didn't, couldn't process the ability to swallow anymore. Mm-hmm. And when they did his autopsy, he had fucking sepsis. Like, I'm like, that doesn't happen immediately, right? No. that That's negligence, right? And nobody would take my fucking case because I was estranged from him. Yeah. And also it took me a year to get the medical records from the home to by the time I got the medical records, the eye, I looked at am like, This ain't right. <laughs> yeah. I had like one one attorney who was like, Oh, yeah, we're interested in taking your case. And then like a couple months later, they're just like, Sorry, we're we're not gonna continue with your case. Because I am sure they did a little research and like, Oh, you haven't spoken to this man in seven years. You may have, you know, arranged to get him put in a home, but you haven't spoken to him in seven years. And because he was in Illinois and I was here there was a couple points where the home called me at like fucking four o'clock in the morning local time. And I'm just like, you're the professionals deal with it instead of instructing them what to do. Right. It's four o'clock in the morning at 10 a.m. I still wouldn't know what to fucking do with an Alzheimer's patient. Right. You're the fucking professionals deal with it. Right. But I'm sure they noted that as, you know, son was uninterested in. In the care of. Yeah. 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 It's fucked system bastards and that's the one like i do not want children like obviously i yeah. don't have any head of a second that is the one thing that makes me nervous about like not having kids is like if i make it to that point in life and someone has to make these fucking kind of decisions for me nobody's gonna be here to do it yep i'm gonna end up a ward of the state oh
1: that's gonna be horrible especially in california i'm sorry get out of california i like it here i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. yeah
0: California is very much a mixed bag. Yeah. I mean, it's better than Ohio. That is true. And Pennsylvania. And Florida. And Florida. Like, there's nowhere else in the states I would rather really live. I've been to 45 fucking states. I've seen how mostly, uh, yeah. The only states I haven't been to are, like, L.A. suburbs have larger populations than most of the states I haven't been to. Like, I'm missing the Dakotas, Wyoming, Vermont, and North Dakota. Yeah, the Dakotas, Wyoming, Vermont, and Alaska.
1: New Hampshire's nice. I'd go back to New Hampshire again.
0: Hey, New Hampshire's all right.
1: It was, it, it was pretty. I grew up on the beach up there, so I did all the, the uh, back when it was fun and interesting. Now people just fight at the beach. You get drunk and walk around. Mass holes come up. Oh, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say that. I have a lot of friends from Massachusetts, too. but yeah, Doesn't mean they're not mass holes. I mean, that, well, yeah, that's correct. And then you get the french Canadians to come down and like to wear their Speedos in the summer. Like you're afraid of a human body all of a sudden? Well, when, it, when you're a little kid and that's your eye level. <laughs> so you're blaming French-Canadians for where you ended up in life, No, right? actually, I know exactly where I ended up. Right, My dad brought me to a strip club when I turned 21 and I never left. <laughs> I ended up dating a stripper that same night. My dad's like, you're supposed to leave him there and not supposed to take him home. I'm like, nope, that's not the case. <laughs> not for me now. <laughs> Like I hate to bring it to you. You're actually still in the strip club right now. I am. This is all a
0: hallucination. Uh,
1: nice. <laughs> I can deal with that. Well, where's the singles then? Oh, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I know I got to go, right?
0: It's over. It's over. Time to go home. It's <sighs> the last
1: call, right?
0: <laughs> but, yeah, it's. It's a, it's a, it's a fucked situation in the, in the grand scheme of things of like what happens when we get older and like you know, if you don't have a traditional family system, like how it potentially can go for you.
1: Yeah. Oh, hell dude. I never expected to be doing porn. I went to school. I actually got started. I was in college for computer animation and, uh, surfing the web at, at the college. And ran across the amateur website. It was just back in like 99, 2000, whenever swingers websites were the big thing. And, uh, and fucking GeoCities or some shit. An angel fire site? <laughs> no, actually, they were actually like being built with fucking. This was like even before Dreamweaver. <laughs> I mean, good sites even back in the day looked horrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. My first website looked like shit. <laughs> it was pretty funny though. But, um, uh, yeah, I was surfing the website and found out that this uh, couple lived just like an hour away from where I was going to college. So I joined the site and started messaging, and they invited me to do a camp show. I was like, what? You mean you really do this shit? So I went over and did a camp show, and the next thing you know, they hire me uh, to build websites and do graphic design and stuff. Then I was the the token single guy for all the swingers' websites for like five years. So then that's how I started doing, getting in this business. So it was, it was a, it was definitely a good time.
0: Yeah. I used to say that like nobody in this business, like said a career day that they wanted to be in this business, but I've been corrected by a bunch of younger performers.
1: Like, Oh no, no, no. I, this is what I want to do since I was a kid. Oh, I can honestly say that. I mean, as soon as I found my, my dad's old porno movies and stuff, I was like, I'd fucking love to do this shit. You know, and never thought I would. And then it was presented to me, and I was like, "Absolutely!" I mean, and I got I got my degree in computer anima- animation and everything, and I didn't. Let's see, I got my my first degree in 2000. Didn't do anything with it at all. So I built websites and did porn up until fucking like, 2010 when I got married for the second time. We won't discuss the first. <laughs> Why is there still pending litigation? Oh no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I'm glad you're acquitted. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm good. Um, But then I I went back to college To whenever my son was born And I ended up actually working on feature films For a year and a half in Montreal Nice. So I did uh, I worked on Fantastic Four And The Revenant uh, Victor Frankenstein Mm -hmm. And I did one of the uh, Ice Age specials So I did the visual effects and uh, lighting for those But then I found Montreal porn (laughs) companies I love Montreal.
0: See, I've never been.
1: Oh, it's so nice, and the girls were really nice.
0: I've heard, I've heard, like, I've heard that I would have a very good time in Montreal.
1: Oh, absolutely, you would, you would. And, and I, French, a lot of French Canadian girls are stunning. The first scene I shot back was with sisters, the Lane sisters. Nice. Yeah, that's what. That's when I definitely knew that I'm, I'm going to be back in doing this full time. I mean, it still took me a while to, you know, get back into it, but. No, there was never no an appeal to stay in mainstream film. I liked it; it was a lot of fun, but I uh, the pay was shit, and fifteen-hour days. I mean, I can't have my kid, you know, and work fifteen-hour days. And I mean, if you hold the camera, you can. <laughs> that is true, but no, um, I just couldn't do it. And th- 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 also, I didn't get my work vi- my work visa didn't get renewed. So I had to leave. Canada. Well, I left Canada. Okay, let me rephrase that. I left Canada so to come back and fight for my son, but then they wouldn't renew my work visa when I was able to go back. Ah, uh, so because I got my work visa for two years, but the, since since I left, I wasn't able to go back in. So I was just like, screw it. So are you still not allowed in Canada? Oh, I can go to Canada. I just can't. I can't work there, like in visual effects or movies and stuff. I wasn't barred from Canada.
0: No, I mean technically you couldn't shoot porn in Canada either. They, they will
1: look for work visas for people going up there to shoot porn. Well, technically, I, I do content management for a company that works in Montreal. <laughs> it's based out of Montreal. So I could just go up and visit work. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that technically a work visa too? No, because I'm a subcontractor at work here in the US. Yeah. But, the, but the office is based in Montreal. Nice. Yeah, so... I could work out. Why are you trying to bring up that everything I do is illegal? i I'm mean, a monster. It, I mean, it is uh, probably, but. Because I'm a monster, obviously. Yeah. Didn't you see the sex messages? Yeah, I did. I did see those. Those are pretty special. <laughs> <laughs> Buy the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Buy two. Give one to your mom. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Montreal was good.
0: It's on my to-do list. It- it's fucked up. I've never been to Canada at all. Really? Yeah. Been on six continents, never to Canada. That's the easiest place I know. to go to. <laughs> I've only been to Tijuana for Mexico, too. Like, I'm, the only Mexico I've been to is the one I could drive to.
1: I hear Tijuana is pretty interesting.
0: It definitely is. Yeah. I, I definitely had a good time there. I definitely had some weird misunderstandings. Uh, I bet. <laughs> well, it's one of those things. I'm pretty sure I've told this story on air before. But, like, we went down there, me and some friends, like, the day after Christmas, like, it's like six years ago at this point. And we go into what I thought was a strip club. Mm-hmm. It's a brothel. It's It's a brothel. Like They're just legal brothels down there. But they're set up like strip clubs. Okay. But instead of taking a girl to a champagne room, you take her upstairs to bang. Interesting. And I just thought it was like a strip club where extras happen, like many strip clubs in America. Right. So I was not in the market to buy. Obviously, one of my buddies was. And like the way it works is as long as you're buying the girls drinks at your table, they can't leave your table. So I'm just buying this girl's drink while my buddy's off banging. Yeah. And every few minutes, she's just like, she doesn't speak English. I'm like, no, no, I'm cool. Have another drink. Like, it's it's fine. We're just waiting. I'm, like, And like the third girl who's at the table with my other buddy is just like, why are you guys here? If you're not buying, I'm like, I mean, I enjoy the view and I'm here to drink and I'm here to support my friend. But like, yeah, like I, I'm not here to partake in the extras. No, it's a brothel, and I just wasted that girl like that girl's fucking night. Oh shit! I feel like I like once I realized got back to the states and were like, oh that that place is just a brothel that's set up like a strip club. I felt like an asshole. Oh, I was that guy. Yeah. Oh, like if it was a strip club, and I'm like, I'm tipping her, I'm buying her drinks. Like, yeah, you're good. Right, I'm good. Like, but no, but no, but now, <gasps> but amazing street tacos. Um, <laughs> I found out that. If you gamble in Mexico, they take the taxes out of your winnings, even if you didn't win. Okay. So, like, you know, do you ever gamble in the States? Yeah. So, you cash out, they just give you your fucking chips, right? Right. If you win a certain amount, they give you a form to fill out for the IRS. Right. In Mexico, when you t- cash out, they take the taxes out of it, period. Even if you're, okay. So, I didn't win. I broke even, which is normally my my bar for gambling. Like. Right. The way I look at it is there's no other form of entertainment where you can get your money back. Mm -hmm. Like if I go to a movie or a concert, I spent that money. So any money I take out to gamble with is spent. If I break even, I just had free entertainment. Right. Well, I'm like, oh, I broke even. This is fun. Let's go explore Tijuana some more. Go to cash out and have to pay taxes
1: on it. That's bullshit. Motherfucker. Like you you just fucking robbed me. (laughs) Right? This is the same money I walked in here with. Right, motherfuckers, that's horrible. Live and learn, yep, and then don't do it again.
0: Exactly. Found a cigar shop down there, bought some Cubans. Ah, uh, there you go. Bought some counterfeit Cubans from a different shop. Oh, <laughs> a lot of counterfeit Cubans down there. I bet. And I also had fun with customs bringing them back in. Well, because this is, like, this is still Obama administration. And Obama had just recently lifted the embargo on bringing Cuban goods back into the states. You're still, you're allowed 50 cigars, two liters of rum, of Cuban rum. And I I crossed the border on foot. And they're like, what's in the bag of cigars? Like, they're Cuban? like, yep. And they're like, uh, did you just tell us that? I'm like, they're fine now. Obama says they're good. Like, they're cool. The customers are like, I don't know about that i'm like i mean they're good <laughs> and eventually they're just like ah, they're probably counterfeits anyways go ahead and I'm like I, I definitely had a box of counterfeits and i definitely had a box of like legit okay. ones because like the first place we found they're like the minute they see fucking white people they're just like you want cubans and yeah of course my ass is like yes yes and then i buy a box and i'm like these are probably counterfeits then i went to like the one cigar shop in tijuana and i'm like oh No, these are legit boxes. Yeah. Because humans put, like, you need to, when you buy humans, you have to buy them by the box. I mean, like, you don't have to, but you should buy them by the box because the Cuban government puts a foil seal on the box. Mm -hmm. And that's how you, the easiest way to tell if they're a counterfeit or not. Right. Like, the counterfeiters, at least as far as I know, do not know how to counterfeit the, the foil seal on them. Right. So like I had one box of really bad janky looking foil seal, one box, legit, legit. Yeah. So, but yeah, have fun with customs coming back and oh, customs love them. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> invest in global entry, people. It's the best thing you can do. That's
1: good to know. I plan on going overseas this year.
0: Two hundred dollars for five years, and it comes with TSA pre-check. Really, mm-hmm. interesting.
1: Yeah, as I got family over in Wales. So, got I've never met him, aside of the family. My grandmother's from Wales. She came over after World War Two. So I got family in like uh, in Scotland, Wales, London. Just Never met him. So, gotta get my ass over there sometime before I die.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Definitely do. Have you been to the UK at all? I have not.
0: It's not. But, I mean, I've been to London. Yeah. I, London was cool, but it's not different enough from the States for me to be like, oh, this is awesome. It's yeah. like, y'all yeah, still speak my language. There's a lot of Americana here. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's differences, but it's not different enough. Like when I travel abroad, I want to be fucking different. Right. And that's probably why I'm obsessed with going to Japan all the time. I have yet to go to Japan, but it is my number one place I want to go. You should go now. <laughs> go now. Well, I mean, not right this second. We still have a podcast to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, right now the dollar is very strong versus the end. Really?
1: So actually buying a ticket would be a good choice to do now.
0: Oh, my, my flight was under 700 round trip. Holy Christ. And normally when I was there, it's usually 100 yen to a dollar. Mm.
1: It's currently 130, 140 yen to the dollar. Oh, ah, that's it's like when I lived in Montreal. I always get American money. It's like a buck 25, buck 35 Canadian. Yeah. So it's it's like that. And Japan's
0: not going through the horrible infras- inflation in the U.S. is. Like, I was there in 2016, and things pretty much cost about the same in yen as they did when I was there in 2016. Oh, that's good. Like, trains are still, like, 250 yen to get somewhere. You no, know, a drink is eight 900 yen. Not that that matters to you. I judge most places on, like, what my alcohol costs are going to be. <laughs> well, because it's, it's, it's an easy comparison. It's like, well, a beer in L.A. costs this much. Yeah. What does a beer cost here? Right. It's a kind of universal thing because you know meat costs can be very different depending on the agricultural situation, but alcohol is universal, right? Like you could be in a shit third world country. I mean, not shit, but a lower income third world country, (laughs) and they'll still have alcohol. Yeah, they may have like Colombia had poker, which was their local beer, and it was about a came out to about a buck U.S. a beer. That's a good gauge on what everything else is going to cost. Yeah, that's true. In my own deranged way yes hey
1: <laughs> that's how you figure it out it is it
0: really is it's like when we were in south africa it was like 35 rand to the dollar and you could get a beer for 25 rand it was like okay well
1: wow. yeah. i've never been, I, I've, actually i've never been out of the uh, continental like u.s i've been uh the u.s and uh canada that's it so north america i, I haven't left north america why too much shit Never had the opportunity. Honestly, they have planes in Ohio. No shit, really? Yeah, they even flew hey, leave the U.S. I thought it
0: was all fucking Amish, dude. Seriously, two buggies dragged you all the way to L.A. That's
1: why it took so long, right? There were some pretty fast horses though. <laughs> Thoroughbreds. Yeah, uh, they get that meth from Tennessee. <laughs> it's the old Amish meth, right? Uh, yeah, ye old Amish meth.
0: <sighs> but, I, I don't know. For me, it's I've, I'm bummed that it took me to my 30s to really start traveling abroad. But once I got a taste of it, I'm like, oh, my priorities have been all fucked up. Yeah. Like, seeing the world getting
1: weird with strange people. Listen, now I got to think about taking two for a trip because of my kid. Not really. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't really have people. I mean, so he's being watched right now. But if I was to go for any, like, long length of time, just... Put a cot in the home. Just <laughs> put a cot. You can give him a bowl of fucking fruity pebbles. Put it on the floor, giant bowl. I mean, if they're good enough to take care of your dad, they're good enough to take
0: care of your kid. Like, <laughs> if put it in the home. I. Th- <laughs> oh, the same room. <laughs> Two for one. It's temporary.
1: Uh, I'd come back and he'd be like, Papa, I <laughs> <laughs> need <by> ice cream. <laughs> Dude, (laughs) Is it time for my pills already? Right? They probably sedate him. (laughs) That makes it easier. Oh no!
0: (laughs) You've already proven genetically you're able to get clean. I'm sure that gene got passed down, and you know,
1: not not from his mom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's a gamble. It's a total gamble. Not one I'm willing to play. (laughs) That's the game of Russian roulette. But it'd be exciting. Yeah. Let's see. Work in porn and be straight and sober for fucking seven years or go off the deep end and steal cars and do meth. Hmm. That's a, is that a gamble you're willing to take with an 11-year-old? Someone else, 11-year-old? Sure. Somebody else's. Yeah. 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 Not my problem. Oh, yeah. It's not your problem. So I'm all for it. <laughs> do it. Do it. See what happens. Make for good content. Right. <laughs> you know, compelling story for the internet. Oh, my God. The downfall of my son. <laughs> and then he'd have a good redemption arc. Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, he would. He's a good kid. I'll give him that. So He'd be fine if you'd go out of town for a week. Yeah. He'd probably kill me, though. Because he's got cousins over there he plays with on Xbox. So if, he's, if he doesn't get to see him, make my life a living hell. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. But Japan, though I wouldn't bring it to Japan. It's also sorts of shit I want to do with Japan. Oh, it's a—I mean, I was just there. I—I I love it. I yeah. love it so fucking much. I'm a huge anime fan, so I got my kid in the anime too. But yeah, I, I just want to go over there and see everything. It's a wild place. It's a wild, wild, weird place. So
0: I, I hear. I—I I don't want to bore my audience with it because every time Japan comes up, I just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I'm like. It is unlike any place else I've ever been on the planet. It's just.
1: Between the architecture, the food, the culture, just everything. For, for me, it's the culture. And I, I love old architecture and tradition and stuff. So, I mean, you, you can travel outside of Tokyo and be like feudal Japan. Everything looks, you know, like that. One, well, there's still era. like pockets in Tokyo of like, oh, there's just an ancient shrine in the middle of
0: the city. Right. Or the walls outside of the Imperial Palace are fucking ancient. Or if you go to the National Museum, there are swords in the National Museum where like, they can trace the lineage of the family that owned this sword and like the swords older than America.
1: Yeah. It's insane. It's just like, Oh, we are such a young ass country. Oh, we totally are. We're those assholes in the world. <laughs> those adolescent pricks. who right? are problems for everybody. Right. It's just, uh, it's, it's so good. It,
0: and it, it's on the sex work front. Uh, it actually dropped today. at uh, Jake Edelstein on. He's uh, the author of Tokyo Vice. Okay. And we were talking about how sex work works in Japan. So, and I think this has come up on a couple podcasts recently already, but, meh, meh. Everything is legal except vaginal penetration for sex work. Okay. Like, just at street level. And it's just like, okay, that's cool. Also, if people are Caught breaking the law. Neither the sex worker nor the um, customer can be charged with the crime. It's either the brothel owner or the pimp. Huh. And that stems from post-World War II. Families were just selling like their daughters into sexual slavery because the country was so impoverished. Right. So, like, they basically came up with anti-human trafficking laws at that point. Well, why can't they do that here? Because we're weird and puritanical and it's just like, I don't know. Like it, it's happening in every, every part of this country. Yeah. Yeah. You know, full service
1: sex work is happening.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, how much tax revenue is just being left on the fucking floor? I know. Look how much tax they got whenever they started legalizing pot, how much money they started to make. Yeah, Colorado's like, we're rich bitch. Right. <laughs> I mean, immediately, you know, you had millionaires, billionaires, or maybe not billionaires, but you had multimillionaires overnight. Well, and the problem—the problem, the problem is the reason that there's not a full end of federal
0: prohibitions. They don't want to make a bunch of people down in Mexico overnight legal millionaires either.
1: That is true. That could be a problem.
0: I mean, in the eyes of the government. I mean, if you fully legalized it, would there be then such need for violence? Like, are people blowing up fucking distilleries? No. Are people shooting up, you know, master brewers? No. It's because you know you have to protect your marketplace with violence in your illegal trade. If it becomes a completely legal business, the need for violence goes right out the fucking
1: window. Then you can't sell the arms and then you can't sell the other stuff. Yeah. So much profiteering in war and violence.
0: I know. Well, I'm just think how much law enforcement goes out of fucking work if the war on drugs ended tomorrow. Yeah, how much of our you know our federal and even local law enforcement tied up in fighting the losing war on drugs? How much money there is in the prison system for incarcerating the people for the war on drugs? Like so much employment is tied up in this
1: shit. Yeah, that's right. It is
0: ridiculous. And it's like why? Why? Because money matters more than human lives. Well, I mean, it doesn't, but
1: to a lot of people, it does. <laughs> To the people that make decisions. It, to the yes, to those old, those old white folks who are making decisions for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The policymakers. Oh, we got political again. Shit. <laughs>
0: Damn it! It always goes back to politics, and it's just a, it's unavoidable in modern America. It's just yeah, like it really is. Like, oh, hey, a lot of problems come from like valuing money over people's lives. Yeah, I recently found out like that our health insurance situation is directly because of World War II. Really? So where Europe had to rebuild and take care of their populace because you know it was super war-torn, mm-hmm. during the war, apparently the U.S. government froze wages and companies to entice better and new employees would offer better insurance benefits to entice new employees because their wages were frozen. Right. So the whole insurance industry... Came from that. Oh. Because they didn't want to pay more. They couldn't pay more. The government. True. The the government froze wages. So. Yeah. The only way they enticed people was like. Oh hey. We have better insurance benefits. Yeah. And then. Insurance companies
1: became the juggernaut. And lobbying that they are now. True. Yeah. I guess. You know. It was like right after the 40s, 50s. Whenever the insurance salesman was the big. Job to have. Door to door selling insurance. Yep. They were making bank at that time too. Exactly. Fuck. Dude, we always stray away from porn and go straight to the fucking hard topics.
0: <laughs> and haven't you listened to the show before? Oh yeah, I have. Very, very often. There's a lot of not porn discussed. Yeah. Cause honestly, I'm sure there are a hundred other interviews with you where it's like, so who do you want to bang Zach? What's your favorite position Zach? <laughs> that it gets so old. Right. Like <laughs> I, I don't care. Yeah. I, I,
1: oh, and I appreciate that too.
0: Like, you, you have more to offer the world besides your you know,
1: calloused penis. <laughs> calloused, well, my hands really. Well, I mean, <laughs> six times in three days, man. That was, I, that, was that 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 was rough. <laughs> It really was. Then I had to drive home. Never, never again. Well, you're not supposed to sit on your dick, man. Not supposed to what? Sit, sit on, on your
0: dick as yeah. you drive. I know. Just, just FYI. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> like if you keep it above your legs, it won't be so bad on the drive home, right? Oh.
1: You know, you're not supposed to do the Buffalo Bill talk. <laughs> fuck! I just got that. It took me a second. I'd fuck me. Oh, I'd fuck me. <laughs> Let's put the lotion in the damn. <laughs> that took place in Ohio, didn't it? <laughs> I mean, it sure looked like it. It probably did. <laughs> <laughs> it looked very Rust Belty. Yeah, it, it kind of reminded me of my neighbors.
0: You ever checked up for you know wells with women in it? Well, you know
1: I don't really want to find out. <laughs> Some of them people there are just a little bit on the dark side.
0: And once again, you said there's nothing to do there. There is absolutely nothing to do there. Apparently just kidnap women and put lotion on them. And lotion
1: it yep, and cows. <laughs> kidnap cows? No. There's just a bunch of fucking cows. Well, I don't know if they're fucking the cows, but there's just a lot of cows. <laughs> Hopefully they're not fucking the cows. Hopefully not. Like, I eat a lot of beef. I don't want to think about, like...
0: <laughs> no. I don't, oh, I don't no. need extra protein in my protein. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, no thank you. Unless it gives good marbling. I mean... <laughs> yeah. It it's a new it, kind of Wagyu. It makes it tender. <laughs> All that beating. Oh. oh, man. Fucking the veal makes it tender. Oh, God. That's fucked up.
1: Bestiality and pedophilia. I know, dude. That, that, that was that was like that line that you're not supposed to cross, but you did. But it was funny. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna cross a line, make it
0: funny. Make that, it that, that's the goal, right? Like, who wants to seriously cross a line? <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, that's, that's a
1: discussion for. <laughs> Another day.
0: <laughs> That's an off air discussion. That's an off air discussion. I do not want to get in legal liability for right? discussing right. people's off air. I've got to get a fucking letter in the mail now. <laughs> right? I'm going to uh, cease in the system of lawyer, take that episode down. I'm sick of getting those. <laughs> oh. I'm like on a first name basis of the process server. Like, Oh, man. I imagine you got another one. Like, all, right. all right. Just put in the pile. Right? We'll get to it tomorrow. Uh, it's still an endless barrage of just stop, Matt. Stop. Yeah, stop it. Please stop it. But they keep nominating me for awards. So, hey, why stop now? <laughs> right? I got my AVN participation trophy. Awesome. I mean, uh, no shade to AVN. Thank you for nominating me. But why were there 45 podcasts nominated? Forty fucking five (laughs) somewhere around there. Yeah. Wow. That's why I'm joking. It's my participation trophy. It's like best adult podcast. This year had something like 45 nominees. Wow. It's
1: like, that's about as special as whenever your kid gets that participation. I'm not even drinking. I can't even fucking talk, right? That's bad for podcasting, by the way. It's just bad. It's just what? It's bad for podcasting. Not to be able to talk. Yeah, I know. I know. I gotta, I gotta work on that. Sorry. Um, (laughs) It's like, you know, the participation ribbon <laughs> for fucking field day.
0: Yeah, it's like, I mean, I get to put on the podcast bio, AVN nominee, but it's just like... <laughs> uh,
1: so, so can everybody else.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I talked to a couple of other friends that have, like, industry-adjacent podcasts. And I'm like, why weren't you nominated this year? They're like, I didn't know how the nomination process went. I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. Like, because pretty much everyone else, I feel like who's ever talked to anyone in the industry with a microphone got in a fucking nomination this year. Even those people who walk around the expos with a little lapel mic and really. I think so. I mean I don't know I didn't recognize half the shows like that were nominated. Half of them I didn't recognize. Some of them that were on there like are perfectly good podcasts, but have nothing to do with the business. Right. There was one like one podcast on there that's a very big fucking show. Like, a very big mainstream show. And I'm like, what are they doing here? Right. Like, what What are you doing nominated? Like, this is a big enough show that, like, they are behind a paywall for a major podcasting network. Like, that's how big of a show they are. And I think the closest thing they have to do with the industry is one of the hosts' ex-boyfriends used to fuck Stoya. <laughs> I think that's their closest, you know... It's like the the Kevin Bacon Seven Degrees or something. Yeah, like yeah. Seven Degrees of Stoya. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that, that could be a fun movie. Hey, now, <laughs> she even performing anymore? I don't think so. Stoya uh, Stoya's the best. Yeah, she was awesome. She still is. Oh, she's she not has, dead. Still. She's not dead, Zach. She's just because she doesn't man. fuck on film, she's not dead, man. She is still out there thriving. She's doing well. Fuck, <laughs> oh, Zach. That's so brutal. So mean to say, like. I haven't seen her vagina on film in five years, so she's dead to me. Jesus Christ,
1: Zach! I am so sorry, but apologize to Stoya, not me. I'm sorry, Stoya. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, but Stoya, Stoya's great. I know. I, she I, is amazing. No, she
0: really is. Like, and just stupid little anecdotally. Like, I remember one of the first time I met her was like Exotica Chicago, like. Jesus, this has to be over 10 years ago at this point. And, like, we just had a brief conversation backstage, like, just bullshitting with, like, group of people. like. Mm-hmm. And then I ran into her in and she recalled the conversation, like, seven months later. I'm like... Really? Really? You, a, remember me, and B, remember the conversation we had backstage in Exotica seven months ago? Awesome? <laughs> like, strange, but awesome? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's super cool, because, like, I'm never offended when like I meet a performer in passing and they don't remember me. Because it's like especially if you're a big name in the industry, the amount of people you fucking meet mm-hmm. over any given week, month, year. Yeah. To recall, you know, I was someone's roadie at that show. Like, remember someone's roadie that you talked to for like five minutes backstage. Six months later is like, wow. <laughs>
1: I made an impression
0: right well, or you're just an awesome person like I, I like I don't think there's anything like that that special that I, I particularly I just like to think they're like no she's just that cool
1: yeah no she is I met her uh, one of the exoticas just walking the she couldn't find Starbucks So we gave her directions to Starbucks so, I mean it's just a very brief conversation but then she came and found me on the floor I was like hey thank you very much for you like wouldn't have been able to find out where Starbucks was if you didn't help me. Yeah, just cool people. Cool. I will regularly, like, and no shade to these people. I'll regularly meet people that follow
0: me on social media, know who the show is, and like, I'll go to introduce myself in person, and they'll be like, especially at ABN last week, because, mm-hmm. you know, some of these people are like, have been in the industry since like we've been meeting in person again. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, I'm Matt Slayer. Like, and they're just kind of like, like, I get the obvious, like, this is how you respond to fans introducing themselves. Like, oh, I'd love to have you do on the show. And they're like, the show and they'll like pull the badge up and they're like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I'm you like, yeah, yeah, like, you just see the demeanor change. Yeah. Like you, you do follow me on social media. Like my my, my face and my mouth ma- my mouth is there. Like <laughs> But I get it. Like it's it's no shade to them. They're inundated with people vying for their, their attention,
1: especially via social media. But yeah.
0: it's still like special when someone's like oh yeah I I know you are I remember you.
1: Yeah yeah no, I get a lot more of that now that my beard's there You're like <laughs> people I got stopped at Exotica, and they're like, are you Zach? I'm like, yeah She's like I noticed the beard from across the room I was like huh. Santa Claus a fucking I can't fucking shave it now <laughs> right Randing <laughs> what was that Randing I know I know gotta keep it plus I'd drop like 20 years if I shaved that looked like <laughs> such a child fucking horrible. It's okay. I mean, male talent doesn't have to look young.
0: <laughs> Thank God for that. Right? No one's going to put you in pigtails. Well, they might, but... Well, they might. <laughs> but that's a custom, and that costs a lot. Pigtails. <laughs> pretty I, pink
1: bows in your beard. That would, that would cost a fuck ton. Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Somebody wanted to put glitter in my fucking beard. I wouldn't. The thing is with glitter is he's just that shit never goes away. Well, yeah, exactly. Bows come right out. Yeah, bows come out.
0: I'm a, how much for the... The Zach West, you know, bows custom, like get you in like a nice frilly pink outfit with you know bows in your beard. I don't know. I mean, right now, it's the beginning of the year, probably a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> get, in, get him now, he's cheap, folks. Give me while I'm cheap. Put he me just on paid a- for Christmas presents for his kid. He <laughs> needs to make the money back. I'll dress up like little Bo Peep. <laughs> as long as no one's gonna, you know, ram a um, what is that? I don't even know, like, what would you call like a shepherd's staff? I don't know what that, what are they called. I don't know. I gotta have to look that shit up. I don't come from like an agricultural. Do you live in Ohio? How do you not know these things? I don't grow shit. <laughs> I don't think you grow sheep. I think you I... raise them. <sighs>
1: I'm just saying. No, I know. I think you're not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. Is it a crook?
0: I mean, I googled shepherd staff, and there's just us shepherd staff. Oh, it's a crook. It is a crook. I was like, ah, see? I do know my shit. See? yeah, you, I guessed, but I knew it. <laughs> so you knew it. It's a sturdy stick with a hook on one end. At one point, flared outwards. Used by, <laughs> shepherds to manage sometimes catch sheep. So, you know, get them quick. Sodomize them with a the crook. It... <laughs> no. No? <laughs> no. Exit only?
1: <laughs> Exit only. You wouldn't do a pegging scene if no, someone paid well enough? Actually, I was talking to somebody about that today there's a possibility you never know i'm always open to whatever i'd hope you'd be open to be really bloody if you weren't god damn just made (laughs) thanks you're welcome (laughs) thank you you're welcome that would be quite the shit show literally and just a bloody well no eat gummy bears beforehand gummy bears that's right i'm gonna starve myself and eat gummy bears
0: come on you're not new You, you know anal prep i do some gummy bears, a light salad, be cranky on set. Yeah, I'd be a total pain in the ass. Like, peeing for people on anal day is just such a
1: <laughs> Right? Everybody's so fucking hungry. They're <laughs> just like, I just want to get this fucking scene done and eat. Uh, that's, a, that's me all the time, though. I just want to eat. Well, you've been gym ratting it a bunch, so. Still, yeah. Your body's like, I want calories, you're burning them. Right? It got pissed off of me today. I got a super headache on the plane. And, but I did have sushi when I got back to that. That's what we ended up ordering a sushi. Do you um, know where from? I can't remember. We just door dashed it. I mean, it was something quick. But I'm still fucking hungry. Yeah, that's the problem with sushi. It doesn't stick. No.
0: But it's so good. I mean, that's what I had for dinner, too, actually. And <laughs> a bunch of sushi and a, like... Chicken teriyaki bowl. Nice. Like, clean-ish. cleanish. Mm-hmm. clean-ish. Yeah. I'm hungry again,
1: too. Oh, I'm starving. I'll eat when I get back to the hotel.
0: Uh, <laughs> hopefully, the, the burger joint's still open. Like, that. what sucks is, pre-pandemic, that burger joint in your hotel was 24 hours. Oh, really? Yeah. And not that it matters to you, but they have really good boozy milkshakes. Ah. Like, they have a salted caramel vanilla maker's mark milkshake that
1: actually sounds fucking delicious it is amazing that sounds really good (laughs) like i don't drink but that i don't drink but hmm. i mean the the non-alcoholic milkshakes
0: are good too don't don't get me wrong but they're good and and it's good like gourmet
1: burgers Uh, i'm gonna have to try it out before i leave definitely I mean, it's in your hotel (laughs) literally like in your hotel that fucking hotel's charging me $60 a day to fucking for valet. And they just charge it to the card. Yeah. I'm like, holy fuck, are you kidding me? Yeah, well, did you not expect that? No, I didn't expect that. I mean, what you should have done is just
0: parked in the garage across the street from it. Well, I know that now. Yeah, there's a paid lot literally across the street
1: from it. Mm. Should I know that now. I mean, you should I just asked? Well, well, maybe I'll just tell them. I'm just going to park next door. Don't charge my card. Well. Yeah,
0: we'll just be like, well, don't even tell me. Like, hey, I ended up returning the rental. Yeah, because if they're like, oh, you're parking somewhere else. No, sorry, we're still gonna You'd be like, oh, turns out like we were gonna road trip somewhere, and like I ended up just returning the
1: rental. Yeah, so there is a okay. I'll check it out when I get back there. See if there because that's fucking just ridiculous. But, well, you're staying in a pretty bougie hotel. Really? Uh huh. I did not know that. I well, just I just knew it was like old Hollywood. It was fucking.
0: Yeah, busy. no, it's pretty bougie. I like it. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's one of the two things, like, I, I don't want to dox, for, well, you'll be gone by the time this airs, so. Yeah, I, so I'll, we'll be gone by then. Yeah, like, you're staying at the fucking Roosevelt. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm trying not to, oh, yeah, you're going to be long gone, like, I have seven episodes in the can, this is, this will be out sometime in March. Okay. <laughs> you'll be long gone. Yeah. You're staying at the fucking Roosevelt, it's classic Hollywood, but there are a lot of nice bars, and, like, it's pretty bougie, like, they do movie screenings out by the pool at times. Really? Oh,
1: Yeah. Like it is one of the two reasons I will go that far west on Hollywood Boulevard. I only chose it because I, I had actually because I, I don't come out here often at all. And uh, I was talking to Katrina Jade, and I asked her for a decent, ho- you know, a decent hotel, and she said you can't go wrong with the Roosevelt. No, no, it's really fucking nice. Plus, my you know, my friend Kat's never been out here, so I wanted to kind of like give the you know the old Hollywood, you know, like in the middle of everything kind of experience. And yeah, I mean, it's a really nice place. Yeah, uh, I mean, when you guys get back tonight.
0: I don't know if it's open, but if it is, even though you don't drink, mm-hmm. go up to the spare room. It's kind of the speakeasy bar on the second floor. Yeah. It's got like an old school like pin bowling alley in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They, they specialize in like big punch bowl drinks. It's a really cool bar. Oh, cool. Uh, on weekends, I mean, as a hotel guest, you may be able to get in there. But like as someone who's not staying at the hotel on a weekend, you just can't get in there. Right. But on uh, Thursday night, you might be able to get in there. Cool. Just, you know, be worth checking out. It's a really cool spot. Yeah. And then the pool's cool to lounge by, like, it's just a cool classic Hollywood. Yeah. And 25 degrees up front is fucking good. Mm -hmm. Like, that far west on Hollywood Boulevard, the only things that are worth hitting are 25 degrees, the bars inside the Roosevelt, and Musso and Franks. Really? And if you're looking for super classic Hollywood and you're both meat eaters, Mm -hmm. Musso and Franks, you can't go wrong. She's a vegetarian. Why are you sleeping with her?
1: <laughs> because it's nice.
0: I mean, you're not marrying her. I guess no, it's okay. No,
1: the content's amazing.
0: So. Oh, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I've I've fucked a vegetarian or two in my day. Well, she
1: occasionally eats meat.
0: Well, then you should take her out to Musso and Frank's. Okay. Musso and Frank's is... Have you seen Once Upon a Time in
1: Hollywood? No. Do you not like Tarantino? No, I, I do. I just... I don't get to watch movies that often anymore.
0: The movies are fucking five years old at this point. They came out in 18.
1: No. I stopped watching movies when I started working on them, man. <laughs> it's
0: fucked up, fucked up. Well, Mousser France has been there for over a hundred years. Oh, nice! And it is so classic Hollywood. The servers are still in full jackets, like fucking, you know, big le- leather booths. Like mm-hmm. it's Hollywood Boulevard was not paved when that restaurant opened. Oh, and like. A lot of famous writers, because the Writers Guild of America used to be across Hollywood Boulevard from it. So a lot of famous writers used to come just pony up to the bar and write inside Muso's. Like, it's fucking classic Hollywood. It's a good steakhouse, too. So, No, I love steak. It's one of those things where, like, if you drank, I'd be like, even if you don't go there for a meal, it's worth ponying up to the bar and getting, like, a martini, but you don't drink. Right. But you can drink the girl there. She does drink. She does. Be like, look at this classic Hollywood. But what I was going to point out is there's a scene from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood which just takes place in the 60s Mm -hmm. with uh, Pacino and Leonardo DiCaprio. In Musso's, they did not have to redecorate it for that scene. Oh, really? Yeah, like it's that classic Hollywood. So, yeah, it still looks the same. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's uh, less than a block from your hotel. Oh, wow. On Hollywood Boulevard, yeah. It's one of those things where like, does not fit in with the rest of
1: the neighborhood anymore. I know we're going to be doing stuff more on the fifteenth. Fifteenth before the the awards, when we'll have the most time to check out the area and do shit. Yeah, because everything else that's worth doing is fucking used to there. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to be doing too much. I mean, the fucking expo is so long. I'm I've decided I'm only doing tomorrow. Yeah, it's three to ten.
0: Yeah, like do tomorrow, maybe do an after party if like people I like are going to one. Yeah. And then I have a podcast with someone else who's in from out town on Saturday afternoon. And then I'm going to go do other shit. Yeah. Like a 1 o'clock, one o'clock podcast on Saturday. <laughs> We're going to go cut. And I'm going to go have fun at the expo. And I'm going to go do other shit. Right. I'm not getting COVID. I'm just not. Like, I figure if I limit my exposure to one day, like, the likelihood of catching any sort of con crud is much lower. Right. And it's just like, I, I know at least when I do ABN, like, I know there's a place I can set up and record. Mm-hmm. I have no clue if Biz has like, or X3 has a, a media booth where I can set up and record. So I don't know even what kind of content I'm going to get there. I'm surprised that's at the
1: Palladium. I didn't realize. I mean, I heard it was there, but that, I mean, that's where it was last year, too. Yeah. I didn't go last year. I didn't. No, last year was a super spreader event. That was dumb. Yeah.
0: Like, you're, you're really going to put all the public and all these people like, in the small-ass Palladium? <laughs> right. In 2021? Are you hot? Or... Tw- I guess that's 22 last year. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck, no. We're dead soon. <laughs> Fucking... This is science fiction years, man. 2023 is like... They write science fiction about these years. Right? There's an extinction level event coming soon. I know. I mean, I was led to believe I was going to have to, like, paddle boat to the Palladium and there was going to be horrific flooding. And Apparently not. <laughs> I heard about that. Well, I I hadn't I didn't go out earlier in the week, and like all these TV reports, like flash floods all over LA, and I'm just like, the fuck. And then I went outside like today, and I'm like, where? Yeah. Oh, look a puddle. Right. Maybe a little damp. Okay, not as bad as everyone was saying. Like, years sucked. It was fucking raining, but I shouldn't have bought that damn canoe. Damn it. <laughs> Well, I'm just gonna, you know, turn it into my future homeless encampment. There you go. Perfect. Planning for the future. Perfect. When they evict me out of here. I'll have my canoe to live in. It'll be a mobile home. <laughs> Only when it rains. <laughs> right. We're landlocked right now. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that would be the ultimate homeless mobile home, and just like, oh hey, yes, it's time to move. <laughs> time to go.
1: <laughs> so there's a storm right coming. <laughs> So what else are your plans for when you're out here? Oh, I I just got to do X3, you know, really. um, Hang out, meet people, make more contacts, you know. And uh, honestly, that's it. It's not really going to be that eventful. Because if I may, TTS is fucking... Should we go there? Sure. (laughs) So... Apparently, they don't feel that the swabs are as important as they should be, and I got the swabs done, but they sent me my test results, but haven't sent the swab results yet. So, therefore, my test and everything is basically null and fucking void. Well, I mean, your your test is fine as long as you don't kiss anybody, right? No. Well, a lot of people won't work unless you have—because it's now part of PASS. It's the standard for PASS, the oral, rectal, and vaginal swabs.
0: Well— Actually, you can answer this. I was, I was curious about this. Mm-hmm. Did you have to have your urethra swabbed? No. So why do you have to have a vaginal swab but not? Uh, fuck if I know. Selfishly, I'm okay with that. Well, now the other question is, if you're not being penetrated
1: internally, why do you have to have an anal swab? Because if you're doing a cream pie and it drips down, it could get in your ass. If you're No,
0: no, for you. Oh, for me?
1: Yeah, for you. I mean, are you shooting? No, no, no. Because, are you shooting uh, loads back the, over I your know. shoulder? Because, um, actually, it, I'm sure somebody will correct me if I'm wrong. But if you have the oral STI, you give them blowjobs, spit can get down the crack of your ass. Therefore, get it in your. Wait, how
2: does it
1: really, I guess? Any kind of exchange of fluids to go anywhere. It can happen. Then why not swap your urethra? Because they get it through urine. Yeah, same with the vaginal. I know. I don't know. I see that. That's. That, that. Honestly, there is so much that I still need to know and want to understand about this entire thing, and I want to ask. You know, ask more people about it. I actually want to talk to doctors about it. I just. I want to understand. I. 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 know the basic thought process behind it and why, but I still. I. I don't. I, I feel like I need to know more. Oh, definitely.
0: Definitely. I mean, it never hurts to know more. Yeah. But I'm sure you're old school enough in getting STD tested. At least when I first started getting STD tested, they used to swab our fucking
1: dicks. Yeah, back when they, with AIM and stuff?
0: No, no. I'm talking like civilian
1: life back, oh, civilian in, back in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Like when I was getting STD, like first started getting STD tested in the 90s. Mm-hmm. They didn't take urine samples for maybe a gonorrhea. They just swabbed your fucking dick. Yeah. And God, that sucked. Burn like a motherfucker. Right. It's like, that is the moment I knew I was not into sounding. <laughs> I, nothing nothing is more traumatizing than some nurse holding your dick with disdain and then just jamming a Q-tip into it. Dry. Dry. Just dry Q-tip right in the dick. Yep. And like, that sucked. And then, oh, hey, the next time I need a pee, it still burns. Right. Just, like, what's fucked is I've had chlamydia. And it hurt more to get a swab in my dick than it did to have chlamydia.
1: (laughs) That is is absolutely true. (laughs) Like,
0: And honestly, I mean, I wasn't super sexually active at the time, and I was only having protected sex, Mm. but it really stopped me from getting tested as regularly as I probably should have been back in the day because I was just like, nah, not sure I want to go through this like every three months. Right. And then, like, one time I showed up where I was, like, I was changing partners, and my partner was very adamant about, like, hey, we need to get clean tests. Like, because, you know, we're of that generation where part of our sex ed was them telling us if you have unprotected sex, you're going to die. Right. You're you to <laughs> stick it in your dicks and you're fall off. Oh, yeah. Like, dead serious. The first time I purposely had unprotected sex, I freaked out. <laughs> like, nothing bad happened. but it, And it felt great. But <laughs> in my head, like, right after I came, like, oh, we shouldn't have done that like oh god i'm gonna i'm gonna die no we, we, we had skin this good like oh god i'm gonna die like <laughs> sex ed told me i'm gonna have aids now like i know you <laughs> didn't have aids before this but we both gonna have aids <laughs> but yeah i went and got a test after this and I'm like oh no we just get that through urine now and i'm like okay i'll happily
1: i'll piss in a cup thanks
0: yeah i'll piss in a cup like i'm not i'm really especially that age was really bad with intravenous needle i'm still not great with them mm-hmm. But I could suck that up much more than, like, the dry Q-tip to the dick. Yeah. And then when I heard that they're bringing swabs in for the pass system and all that, I only generally get, like, full pass paneled. Yeah. Around convention time so I can get down. Like, I get tested, like, I go get tested for free at the county otherwise. Yeah. Like, why am I going to spend money on a full panel test? I'm not a performer. Right. Like, for regular fucking clean test is a clean test.
1: Yeah. I have my own views on that. I, I honestly think that Pass should start, except like looking at other labs and other places. You know, like um, things that are more accessible, like Plant Parenthood and some, of, you know, some of the other places that do full panel tests. Because let's face it, TTS doesn't test for everything. Well, no, you know, and they really should. I mean, I'm probably going to get so much shit for this because it's a huge, huge, you know, argument. Everything well, it's been a huge does. deal since like they pulled oh. them and CT both pulled out a pass. I, yeah, I know. And now TTS wants to start their own fucking little, yeah. little group and it, nobody trusts them as, <sighs> I don't give a fuck. Nobody trusts them as it is. going to sit around and trust a group of people to make decisions for us and like pull more, they they, they want to do what PASS is doing, you know, and we're going to trust them to do a moratorium and, you know, and to say what's what? No, I don't fucking think so.
0: Weren't people popping for chlamydia that were tested at TTS and like
1: What it wasn't properly communicated was part of the problem? Yeah, and I also hear rumors, and well, it's not really rumors because you can see the two two different ones. But there's a, people get tested at CET and they'll be negative. Get tested at fucking TTS and they have a positive chlamydia test. Then get retested at CET and it's negative. I also know people who got tested before uh, shooting again from like a like the GP, you know, or yeah, or, or the health center, negative. Two weeks later, without having sex with anybody, popped a fucking positive test for chlamydia or whatever for the swabs, and then got tested again at their local health center, negative. Like I said, I need to know a lot more. <laughs> I, no, need, I think we all do, you know. And it, it, there needs to be a lot more regulation, you know. And, and well, that so that's a dirty word. Uh, no, I, okay, okay, not maybe not regulation. Sorry, that is a very dirty word. Anytime you throw a regulation in there, it's there needs to be a lot more oversight.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: there needs to be more oversight. There also needs to be like more cohesion within the industry. Yes. People need to work together instead of against and not for the almighty dollar, but for the sake of people's safety.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, because us successfully keeping HIV transmissions offset is what's kept regulation away. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason we were able to get Prop 60 to not pass. Because otherwise, condoms would have been completely mandatory for all production in California. Yeah. And, I mean, it's hilarious that technically condoms aren't mandatory for any production in L.A. County. But OSHA even said they don't have the manpower to actually enforce it. Right.
1: Way to waste the taxpayers' money. Right. All that fucking preparation and all that promotion and stuff for that. Whatever. Fuck them. Except
0: for occasionally, you know, fucking... People that have shoot like I know two people that got hit with big Osha fines when shortly after that passed, mm-hmm. and that's because disgruntled talent, you know, gave Osha the location of the regular shoot house or regular studio. I remember, I I remember that. Yeah, yeah. and some people got hit with you know
1: nearly six figure fines over it. Right, ridiculous. Yeah, wait, yeah. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. That I, I think Pat should like accept like through. Uh, as as long as they work with the lab, like work with Planned Parenthood, make sure that all their tests are, you know, um, go in line with what they're what they require. Right. As long but, as, as long as the lab or, or whatever is doing what they require to be put, run through, pass. You, you know what I mean. But who who at the FSC? Like
0: this is a legit question. This isn't me like being contradictory. Who at the FSC has the medical knowledge to make the determination of like what the standard should be? Because. I mean, I could be completely off and wrong here. It's the labs making the, you know, the decisions on what the actual testing standards are.
1: Yeah, I guess That's
0: a good question. Because if you're going to be the you know oversight body on what the procedures should be,
1: there needs to be someone who's an expert at that. Oh, yeah, and, to- and there might be. I'm uneducated on this. Yeah, and, uh, me too. When it comes to that, I don't know if they have physicians on board or if they have people on board. The FSC is mostly lawyers. Okay, so if it's mainly lawyers, then they should have, you know, at least a few well-known, like, not well-known, but physicians and people who deal with transmissible diseases and stuff like that to come up with an actual standard. And as long as, like, plant Parenthood or the health department and all these other places follow these standards and use the same kind of testing, there's no reason it can't be submitted to pass to work. Because, I mean, for me... I used to be able to go to MedExpress before they started the swab thing and just go up there and get tested through TTS. But then when I did the swabs, they no longer offered, you know, they don't do the swabs, So therefore it wasn't past, you know, it wasn't a standard test anymore because it's required now. I would have to travel an hour and a half to Pittsburgh to get it done. Plus pay $60 for the swabs plus like $30, $40 for the, the swab fee. You know, so it's like uh, so much extra money for that, which is, I mean, the extra money, it's fine. It's for, you know, health and safety and everything. I I get it.
0: But it's also for someone who's not in L.A., not in Vegas, for only to shoot so often, that is a diminishing
1: return on. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, I mean, what we made need like for me, I I only shoot when I travel, you know, so an expo comes up. Like, if I don't get those fucking swabs back, this this trip is just going to be right in the shitter. You know, I would have wasted about 300 bucks, three, four, almost three four. I mean, bucks. you could do solo work. I, I can, but then I can do that at home, too. <laughs> Not at the Roosevelt, you can't. <laughs> that is true. That place is pimp as fuck. Right? Yeah, like, right? I got some classic Hollywood jerking off to do. Right? <laughs> right next to my room number. I think that Art Deco. No, but just uh, go out to the pool, see if you
0: can rub one out while no one's watching.
1: Well, real quick. <laughs>
0: yeah, just set up an iPhone, just trying to like you know, rub one out of the Roosevelt
1: pool preferably when nobody's there.
0: Or, yeah. Yeah, preferably. Definitely.
1: I don't want to go to jail. Yeah, that'd make it a little more costly. And, and, right. That would be an expensive trip. <laughs> Good story. Fantastic story. Like,
0: so because my swab test didn't come back, I ended up in jail this weekend. Right.
1: What I had to do was jerk off at the pool. People didn't like it. <laughs> I told the family to go inside, right? It's not my fault that they
0: just stood and stared, right? And filmed it, and then I asked them for the angles, right? And then they, they're, hey kid, can you, you might be my b cam? Don't put the kid in there. <laughs> I mean, no, definitely don't put the kid in there. I mean, it's just a funnier, it's just a funnier picture. I a visual, don't, don't a, a mental visual. I, I, I get it. Yeah, it's a hilarious mental visual. Don't. I mean, don't do any of the things I'm suggesting. Like, right. don't don't do it. Like, these are obviously farcical. Fucking, <laughs> I am not seriously suggesting you jerk off at the Roosevelt's pool if you get caught. Right. If I get caught. <laughs> if you don't get
1: caught, it was my idea. Right. <laughs> if you get caught, it was all on you.
0: If you get caught, it was
1: a joke. Right.
0: <laughs> That's how most things work.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just. It definitely, it needs to be more accessible. Testing needs to be more accessible to everybody. It does.
0: But first priority has to be, like, the major centers of shooting. Oh, absolutely. They need to, like, at least have this fucking dialed in. It's bad enough that, like, Vegas, LA, and Miami are not dialed in at this point. No, no.
1: No, and I agree. I mean, they need to have these major hubs ironed out first. And then you know, then, then they can take what they learn and figure out here and then spread to the other places.
0: Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm all for you having affordable testing, regularly, easily accessible testing, but definitely can't prioritize it over the thousand performers no, under I'm, here. I'm not
1: trying to say that. Yeah, I know. I'm saying in general that just, you know, it needs to be eventually for everybody. It needs to be a standard, or, you know, just across the board for everybody. You know, I mean, AIM wasn't the best either. You know, well, aim got fucking hacked, and oh yeah, I know. I mean, it, that that's where I first started going is, it? you know, whenever aim was on or, or running. Yeah, and then like, a bunch of people got fucking
0: doxxed from that shit.
1: And... Yeah, it was. Uh, I absolute, remember the fucking ugh. absolute shit show. But yeah, it, it'll eventually get there, but then there's just all these new things popping up, and it's just it seems like every time that there's a a new issue, like I, I don't even. I can't, I'm not even beginning to try to figure out what the name is, but there was that new STD that's out there. I can't even remember the name. The Monkeypox? Or... No, no, it's not Monkeypox. It's something else that isn't caught by the test, but I mean, they have a test for it. i will have to look it up after the show or whatever. Yeah, because I'm blissfully <clears throat> unaware of it. Yeah, it's, it's just like brand new or whatever. Coolsies. Yeah. So, but I mean, anytime something new pops up, then it's another another fee added on. I mean, and pretty soon you're going to be looking at like a thousand dollars for every two weeks.
0: Well, anyway, it's fucked. That, like even if you have insurance, you can't get your test
1: covered by your fucking insurance. I know. Like a lot of insurance will cover full panel tests, but like once well, a year, right? You know and that does no good.
0: But I'd be fucking more than that, <laughs> right? I'd be fucking lots more. Than- I mean, that that is honestly as going through the civilian docs through the county because it's free, but like. Even when I had chlamydia, I did the round of antibiotics. I went to go get tested immediately after doing the round of antibiotics to make sure I was clear. And they're like, we just gave you the pills. You're fine. I'm like, no, no, no. I want to make sure. Right. I want to make sure. They're like, come back in three months. No. (laughs) Like, no. And I went and paid for a fucking test at TTS at the time. Because I'm like, well, if you assholes won't test me for free, I need to make sure I'm actually clear here. Right. Problem with free. You get what you pay for sometimes.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I know some people who who uh, go. This is one place I can't remember, don't know the name, but a friend of mine who went. It was like one thirty nine, full panel, everything, including HSV one, HSV two, whatever. But I mean it covered like everything. And if they if they would accept places like that, you know, and submit it to if, if if they could sub, the lab could submit the pass, you know. But I think that they want like a a standard cost. Well, they want a standard cost also.
0: The industry does not actually want to test for HSV.
1: No, I no, I know that. I, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, well, yes, I, I understand. <laughs> like, the, the,
0: oh, geez, that 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 that's a bunch of people be like. Uh. We, are,
1: we, we all know the statistics on that. So I mean, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, hey, one thirty nine for an entirely full panel yep. you know, of everything. Fun fact, people at home, the
0: people you masturbate to probably have herpes, <laughs> right? Statistically.
1: Statistically, I mean, was like ninety-eight percent of the population. Well, one form, HSV one, or two. well, and especially within porn, like yeah,
0: it's it's rampant. They probably have it. Yeah, it's but. okay. It wasn't an issue until the seventies, till the pharmaceutical companies wanted to sell cures or sell treatments. Treatments, yeah. not cures. Yes, it's, <laughs> it, legitimately. Like uh, I mean, obviously, this is before I was born, but I, I've read. That like, there was no st- real stigma on herpes until like the pharmaceutical companies wanted to tre- sell treatments. Yeah, and, and then, then all of a sudden it became a shame. You know, shaming and yeah, yeah. So you would buy the product, right? Exactly. Yeah. Same with deodorant on another level. Like, uh, deodorant was one of the things that they shamed people into buying in the twenties.
1: Yeah. I don't know, dude. After- I mean, I'm okay with that one. After that airplane ride today, I was like, Oof.
0: <laughs> but if everyone smelled like that all the time, I'm I'm sure your nose would grow accustomed to it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. once again, I'm super happy to put on deodorant every day. Well, every day I leave the house. Yeah, right. Like there are definitely days where I'm just grimy and I'm just here. But right, like I work from my desk in my room. It's just like eh, I'm not even putting on a shirt today. Oh, fuck it. But when I'm going to be around other humans, I'm happy to put on deodorant. But it's just funny to think, like, huh, man, the 1800s smelled horrible. <laughs> I bet. bet it did. New toilet paper. Yeah. Cool. Rough. I mean, just think of
1: the going down on some stank puss. I would not want to fucking be like the show Deadwood. <laughs> would not want to be out west in those days.
0: Hot. Just imagine being out in the Vegas sun with no
1: deodorant, No running water. Nope. <laughs> Don't want to think about that. Like I said, that airplane ride was bad enough for me. Those long drives are bad enough for me. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't want to think about six months out in the fucking <laughs> wild west and soap? What's that? Right? I'm
0: just imagining how bad sex would smell back in those days. Probably down the road. <laughs> bad. Ugh. Like I'm I'm sure it's happened to the best of us. You fuck somebody and you you smelled like pussy afterwards. Mm. Imagine not being able to wash that
1: smell off you for days. Well, smell like bad pussy. Yeah. like Good pussy is okay. I mean, even the beer and it's good for the.
0: Yeah. It's good. It's good for for the complexion. Right. But it smelled like hot, wild west pussy all day
1: for like a week. Yeah. So you could afford a shave or a bath. Yeah. No, thanks.
0: Oh my God. How many people got caught for infidelity by like just coming home, smelling
1: like bad puss? Just telling, it was a hard day at the mine. <laughs> working those mines all day, those railroads, man. Right?
0: <laughs> the cows, the cows put up a fight today. Yeah, but fell <laughs> I
1: fell right in the cow shit. How <laughs> no, you smell it, like bad puss? <laughs> oh, that's manure, man. I'm telling you, I swear it's manure. It's Manure. They got a new pig in, and it's just
0: yeah. Uh, that the cow gave birth to a bunch of calves I helped with the birthing? That's why I smell like this.
1: That's just foul. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing's foul. I know. It's just so sort of disgusting, and I'm fucking hilarious. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the show. But, Zach, actually, about it is about that time. We're going to call the last call on this motherfucker. Believe it or not, we've been doing this for like two hours. Are you serious?
1: Uh-huh. Well, fuck me
0: running. Pass.
1: Yeah. I figured you would say that.
0: I mean, you don't have swabs. No. Uh, that's Right. Especially you don't have an anal one. Like I'm not gonna try to fuck you running and like you know, end up in your dirty asshole. Like, man, let
1: me tell you, that dry swab up my ass was not the most pleasant thing in the fucking world. I can imagine. I mean, it was just dry. It was like there's like it's you know it's self-administering, right? I'm like, yeah, like I could do it, no problem. That was that was, that was painful. It's self-administering. Yeah, you do it yourself. That's fucked. Yeah, they'll do the your mouth, but if you do, like, the vaginal swab or anal swab, you do it yourself. That's fucked. How many false negatives are we going to get out of people not doing it properly? That is a very good question.
0: I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's literally fucked. I'm not a medical professional. Every time I had to self-administer a COVID test, I'm like, am I fucking this up
1: right now? That is a very good question. I... Honestly, didn't think of that. But yeah, because they, they gave me the swab, told me where to break it off, where to put it in, and sent me to the bathroom. Yeah, that's fucked. You've got to go up an inch in your ass. Yeah. Swirl it around. That's fucked.
0: fucked.
1: Like, especially for some,
0: an orifice you can't see. That that's just, fucked.
1: And on that note... On that note, actually is actually his last call. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, where can they find you on the things? let uh, see. Inked POV. Twitter. InkedPOV. You know, website. InkedPOV.com. That's pretty much it. You banned from the IG. Uh, IG is more personal stuff, so I mean, I'm on there, but yeah, it's more personal, so I don't really promote that.
0: That's so. where you can see him swab his own ass. Yeah. No. Honestly, I mean, you could sell that as a solo. Uh, I totally could. <laughs> that yeah. would actually be hilarious. Solo is like you fucking actually filming the real swab. Oh, yeah. That's
1: actually good. I'll do, that. <laughs> I'll do that next time. That's funny.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. So. And as always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook, twitch.tv slash Matt F Slayer. You can find the Patreon, home to the exclusive content, the whole back video catalog, the episodes with nudity. This isn't one of them, at patreon.com slash Matt Slayer. You can find the podcast at And Now We Drink on Twitter, And Now We Drink underscore on Instagram. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. <laughs>